The news on this beautiful Friday. So many pretty girls around me, and they're waking up. Keep up. Why you mad? Fix your face. Ain't my fault they all be jacking. Keep up. Do me a favor. Bring your friends and bring them in. still early i'm going to ask you to click those double shares those double arrows and i'm going to ask you to bring some put something nice and cool in the hallway and once again while it's still early ping some of your friends and tell them to come in ping some of your friends and tell them to come in we are definitely going to have a full house this evening. I got almost 200 people in here and only 13 shares in the wall. I need to see that 13 go to 100. And all my Twitter friends... I want to see this room on your Twitter feed, and we're going to retweet it for you. We got Mr. Johnson being in the building. We got Ricky. We got Angel. We got This Is Diamond. We got Pumpkin. Louis Australia. Tariq and Tara. What's that sound? Come on now. 24 karat, y'all know how I do it. Welcome everybody and happy Friday or Friday to all you beautiful people. Thank you for joining us once again and debate the news. As y'all know, 
I don't have to really set this up. Y'all know what's going on right now. Y'all know what we're going to be talking about. It's getting serious. It's getting deep. And it's getting it's getting interesting. Moderators, I'm going you know, I, I say this every single day. Do me a favor. Moderators, please do not moderate anybody. And my moderators this up high. Y'all going to get business meetings while we're on, the, on this app right now. Somebody's going to call y'all. Do me a favor. If you're going to be in a phone call, please just exit the stage while you're on a phone call and come back because it just distracts me when you're up high and you, I see that red thing for so long with three of y'all on the phone. So I'm going to ask you to do that. And also, yeah, if you're in the audience, raise your hand. Raise your hand. I want to get as many newbies up today. I want to try to get fill the stage with about 50 new people that has not come up. Many of you have been, been back telling me, asking me questions. Today is your day to come up. And I'll put the spotlight on you and make it all about you. I am so blessed to be with one of the best individuals I know in real life. His name is Jonathan Bing. What's up, my brother? Hey, what's up, Jerry? I am. Uh, I'm excited to be here as well, man. Uh, wow. We have another action-packed day, man. Dateline, man. Friday, February 25th, 2022, man. We are Ukraine. Uh, wow. Russia is definitely... Uh, advancing in key uh you uh i guess kiev uh and um they're trying that the united states is predicting it's going to fall within days uh they're uh the ukrainians are blowing up bridges to slow the advance nato uh they're meeting uh and well what are they going to do uh there's a lot that's happening oh by the way the cdc says that you can drop the mask mandate for most americans uh, and that is everything's happening, uh, guys. This is just so much happening. The Supreme Court nominee, is it March Biden, yet? Uh, excuse me, Wait, one second. The Supreme Court, uh, uh, by uh, Biden not made his nominee for the Supreme Court. Uh, guys, there's just so much happening right now. I, I Jerry, I don't know what's the, what to expect, what to discuss, what to talk about first. Uh, but I do know this right here, man. Um, Russia is uh, really, truly, truly advancing and uh, have the people of Ukraine uh, running for their lives. This is something that uh, is just crazy. Uh, it's crazy, crazy, you, crazy see happening. I think you just said it right there, my brother. You just said what we're going to talk about. You know, we want to we, we talk about these people. This, this stuff is actually really, really sad what's going on. So I'm going to ask my people that's in the audience because the other day it was many of you came up. That, that had friends that was in Ukraine, had family that was out there. Matter of fact, a couple of you even were in Russia at the moment. So you're invited to come to the stage. Come up, Pumpkin, help me bring some of these folks up really quick. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Jonathan. Wherever you want to uh, go from there, my brother, we, we could open up to the stage. Is there anybody in here that's... Um, Tara. You know, just Tara. Yeah, Tara. Let's uh, let, let's get Tara's take, guys. Tara is uh, one of our main mods, and she provides a lot of information. Uh, and without her, this wow, wow, they're showing okay. dead bodies. Up. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's. Um, I think the the crucial things that I've been looking at today are that Russia has asked for a peace meeting of sorts, and Zelensky has said yes, he would like to have some sort of meeting. I don't, you know, he's asked Israel to help mediate it, apparently. I've been reading on Twitter, Nexta, which is apparently a very good source, a television source that actually has true news, not fake news, because the Russians are putting out lots of disinformation about what is going on. Um, also, there have been a lot of uh, demonstrations around the world against this, not just in Russia, like in St. Petersburg and Moscow, we've seen those, I think, those videos, but also in Dublin, the Russian ambassador's car was 
was literally he was pummeled basically and and in Georgia as well when the government said they would not take a stance that government was um, there have been demonstrations there so I think this is I, I mean I don't know I don't know if any of these things will move Vladimir Putin but it does look like there's a lot of fight back also the US the US has basically imposed direct sanctions against Putin and Lavrov which is something they had I don't know why they hadn't done it before but they hadn't done before and I think there's still economic weapons that they can uh, look to. So I, this is incredibly fast moving and evolving, but there are some things that a lot of people are not really talking about as much. When we talk about the attacks, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the back, in the background as well. Thanks, Tira. Thank you, Tira. Hey, Guys, hey. go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to ask if, if Tira could share that, uh, that website that she said that it's a good source. Is it Nexta.com? Next it's on Twitter. I've been looking at it. It is, wait, Nexta maybe... N-E-X-T-A underscore TV is the, the Twitter, but next to, if you just look on Twitter and literally it says, President Zelensky an hour ago asked the Israeli prime minister to mediate negotiations with Russia. Um, it, it gives, it, it has the videos that, I, that are, what I've been told by Ukrainians is that this is actually true stuff. Like I said, Russia's putting out a lot of stuff and you have to be very careful about your sources right now. Um, but next to TV apparently is, is t giving true stuff. So you can see that a, a gas station in Kiev exploded as a result of shelling, things like that. You can actually watch the Russian ambassador in Dublin being, looks like egged more or less, or, or <laughs> things like his car is not being allowed to, to go in there. It's, it's just all over the world. And maybe, maybe the world response will be something that actually moves Putin a bit, but I don't know. Thanks. Well, uh, you know, I, I, I hear you, uh, but I think Putin is saying uh, right now, Putin, uh, they're saying the Russians are saying, hey, no one will uh, no one will attack the Ukrainian people as they are attacking the Ukrainian people. That's first and foremost. Secondly, Putin said, hey, I'm ready to talk. Lay down your arms as his military continues to advance. OK. Uh, and, you know, so, you know, once again, Putin has lied all the way around on this. He lied about the exercise. Oh, we're just doing exercises. He lied about everything. And now, you know, I, I get it. You, some people are, are saying, hey, it, it looks like a glimmer of hope of our diplomacy working here. I don't see it. I just see it as another uh, attempt for Putin to uh, to lie. I mean, that's what, <laughs> and get what he wants. So while, you know, they, they've taken over the Ch Chernobyl uh, plant, they're holding the uh, employees, they're hostage. Uh, everything that Russia has done has said, has said we're here to take the land back and, and, and re, uh, I guess, and, and make it a part of Mother Russia again. So uh, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, guys, uh, the floor is open. Uh, feel free to, uh, Ryan, I see you uh, flashing your mic. You want to uh, yeah. chime in there, Ben yeah, Stock? I think they're, they're, they're planning to install a puppet government. And they'll, they'll say that they're not occupying it, but we've got a new government in. It, it seems like that may be what's unfolding as the plan. And, you know, he's giving them a way to do this with less bloodshed. There's already bloodshed, but with less bloodshed. You know, lay down your arms. And we'll stop shooting at you, which you know that's a that's a game of chicken. I don't think anybody really wants to participate in. His ambassador, I sent you an article earlier. His ambassador basically said that Putin's position is the United States is not going to get to do what they want to do around the world anymore. There's a new balance of power, and uh, the ambassador closed that article with something to the effect like uh, of saying they're not done yet. Uh, and what what specifically that means, I don't know, but it sounds like they're not done 
on their uh, crusade to take back more property. Well, that's that's what I got out of it, anyhow. Absolutely. So, guys, uh, real quick, guys, no, uh, welcome to the. If I, if I could quickly chime in, uh, do you even do you know uh, Belarus, which is going to be crazy? Belarus has just announced they are having a referendum to join the motherland again. And that's obviously, fait, that's a fait accompli, uh, John. I talked to you about that a couple of weeks ago that they were going to come from the north. Because Belarus was aligned with Belarus Russia. Belarus is a puppet and, state of Russia already. Yeah, so but, I'm not they, sure yeah. This but now, really, yeah. no, yeah. but now they actually openly want to join Russia fully. Yeah, you, you know, you know they, the deal, they, right? They, they just want to give it up. The the war is won before it's even fought, and I think uh, Putin probably had those pieces of the puzzle lined up before he he moved in, and they basically were able to walk right through Belarus, and you know, Belarus was under no obligation to let them do that. Unless some deal is already cut, or so it seems. I, I agree one hundred percent, guys. Uh, this, um, so yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, in terms of, and, and Terry, you said that the White House uh, is sac- uh, sanctioning, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, Lavrov, Lavrov, uh, and uh, Putin. I, he's, yeah, basically, they're the going Prime directly Minister. after their accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, as but, I said, I'm not sure why that wasn't done before, and I do not know how many accounts they can't go after, or how many things are in, in you know, sort of fake. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I don't know where Putin has stored his wealth, but apparently they are going directly after their accounts. Um, I think also they're they're going directly after some oligarchs as well. So I'm I would bet that some of the oligarchs are not thrilled about this, although I think they've made a lot of money on oil going up, and I you know it's a mixed bag here. So we'll see. The other thing that um, apparently I just saw it on CNN, don't know if it's true, but CNN reported that Russia is saying that if you do all these things, we will lose cooperation on the International Space Station, which will then plummet to the ground and kill lots of people potentially. So, you know, another interesting threat. Well, you know, uh, once again, um, and that speaks to the fact that Putin uh, is not prepared to use a nuclear bomb. Uh, and that's, that, that's just my belief, okay? Uh, because if he was, he wouldn't have to resort to those kind of threats. So, um, you know, uh, what I would I would like to add, guys, is uh, first and foremost, if you're on a stage, if you're not speaking, please make sure you maintain a, a muted microphone, okay? So uh, that listening experience for others uh, is uh, more pleasurable. Uh, make sure you guys go down and... Uh, uh, share the room in the hallway, guys. Those little two arrows. Uh, please circle the arrows. Please share the room in the hallway. Let people know that we're here. Also, guys, follow the club. Guys, we're talking about Russia. Now, Tara, the reason I brought that up was because it's interesting that Europe, the Europe nations did that prior to the United States doing that. So, you know, uh, where, you know, where, where do we stand here? You know, I, you know, the United States. That's something as a, a world leader, we should have taken a lead with uh, the European nations. And, the, and it seems like the Europeans are willing to sacrifice a lot more. When you look at Germany, uh, can't, you know, uh, putting that pipeline on hold indefinitely, NAR2, okay? The, the, they, they are willing to go ahead and suffer, okay, uh, to get their point across much more than what the United States is. That's that's what that's the appearance that I'm getting because they actually led with the sanctions against Putin uh, prior to the U.S. doing it as well. Because we spoke about that yesterday, we was wondering why hadn't Putin individually had not been sanctioned yet. So uh, those are some of the things that uh, I, I would like to discuss as well. Uh, the floor is open, guys. Let's get to it. 
John, I think I would just wanted to, uh, you know, give you a rebuttal to your point you just made. Reality is uh, the country that did not really go after openly, uh, you know, uh, after Russia uh, is uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, they were they stopped at one of the biggest banks that were that was supposed to be sanctioned out in Russia. Guess who sanctioned it? The United States which is pretty much equivalent to uh, the Bank of America in, every, you know, almost every Russian has an account. I don't remember the name of that bank. It was in the news. And guess who sanctioned it? Biden. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, by additional things that has happened with the United States that has happened under this administration and others. Okay. Uh, but here we are. The people are dying. All right. They're definitely dying. Uh, their fighting is intensifying. The United States expect Kiev to fall within days. Uh, and uh, so what we're dealing with right now is, I think, I failed policies of the U.S. Um, and when we talk about the fact that the U.S. Uh, is culpable, very culpable, and is my belief, uh, because the U.S., along with uh, the U.K., uh, and, and uh, you know, you can't count Russia, but the U.S. along with uh, Russia, U.K., and uh, uh, Ukraine had an agreement that Ukraine should give up their nuclear weapons. The U.K., I mean, that what the U.S. did was set them up so that they could be. They didn't have, there, there was no threat. They made it easy for uh, Putin to go in there without uh, any fear of reprisal. Uh, that is, uh, that's just to me, I, I don't understand that. Why, why aren't we honoring that agreement, uh, to, uh, protect the U, uh, Ukraine and never let them, you know, and never let, uh, harm, be, uh, befall them if they were to give up nuclear weapons. Um, Anyone? could I, could I push back? This is Tira just a bit about what you just said. The, Bo yeah, of you're course. About the, the Budapest memorandum, right? Yes. That's what you're talking about. Basically, there's really, it's not even a treaty, and there's no actual enforcement mechanism in it for the United States to do anything if Russia, UK, or Northern Ireland, you know, were to intercede in Ukraine. All it says is the United States of America, the Russian Federation, and the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland reaffirm their commitment to seek immediate United, United Nations Security Council actions to provide assistance to Ukraine if somebody, if Ukraine becomes a victim of an act of aggression in terms of nuclear weapons. So it, there's not really any teeth to it. Um, I, I, I sort of feel like maybe we should have had teeth and we should reassess a lot of our Here it sounds like a wet noodle, right? Sounds like well, a wet... it's, honestly, Brian, it sounds like the Kim Jong-un uh, memorandum that you seem to be so fond of in terms of Trump. It doesn't sound like it does. It allows much. And I, you, you know, maybe... Trump first. Oh, I, yeah, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is you frequently sort of said how great that was. That wasn't, that doesn't, that didn't do much. This one doesn't seem to have done what people, maybe even Ukraine thought it did. And I bet they're probably, well, I don't know. What they if, they read right what now, you, but, yeah. if they read what you just read, I mean, it's pretty self-evident that that's a toothless tiger. Yeah, it was. And that's, that's what I was trying to tell Jonathan. I don't know that we had that obligation under that agreement. Let me just put it like that, Jonathan. I'm happy, uh, okay, I'm happy but, for someone else to dispute it. But, 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 but Tier, if we said that if you lay down, if you give up your nukes, okay, uh, that this would uh, that they won't be attacked. Okay, then what do you mean we had no obligation? Well, the obligation we, we, we pretty was much to go said, to the UN if something bad were to happen. But we can't go to the UN. It's a stupid thing because Russia has veto power at the UN. So none of this makes any sense. I don't know how it was negotiated or who did what, but it even at the time I don't think it had any teeth. 
Guys, at the but very that's least, a, I, I think this needs to be redone to build nuclear weapons, right? Uh, Tira, I'm trying a new approach. Rather than give it uh, blame uh, any individual, I'm talking about. I'll, I'll talk about the specific agreement or the deal not being a very good deal, irrespective of who was the uh, author of that. But that that just seems like that was uh, a band aid or a lollipop they put in someone's mouth to say, okay, you're you're okay. Uh, and and obviously it has no enforcement provisions as you pointed out, so it really is a mean piece of paper. And 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 whether the those countries do something or not, I mean I think they're all compelled to do something, but it goes woefully short of actually enforcement uh, where we push anybody back. Bryant, you know, um, I, I, I somewhat agree with you, uh, but you know, let's uh, listen to me. The United States right now. It has been losing influence for quite some times, okay? And, uh, and you know, right now, there's breaking news. As I look up at CNN, Russians, uh, Russia plans to kill Ukrainians who don't surrender. So that's, that's, it's war, it's terrorism, it's everything rolled into one. Uh, this is a sovereign nation. You know, we have people uh, uh, on the back chat saying that, uh, you know, give it up. Uh, Russia's going to, I mean, Ukraine's going to Russia. You know, people are just speaking to it like this is everything. Like there's no consequences to this action because and then when uh, I think uh, Ben Stock, you were the one that said that the ambassador said that they're not done yet. Yeah. So if they're not done yet, if we don't take this battle now, when do we take this battle? They're All right, because. But John, they're poking at us a little bit saying, you know, that the, the world power, the axis of power is shifted. Uh, they didn't say speak to China, but you know, I think they were referencing China, and, and so certainly Putin was referencing his own country. That you know, no, no, there's a new sheriff in town, and we're not going to let you guys have your way around the world, uh, or, you know, on, 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 uh, uh, without pushback. And and by the way, this is what we're doing. And by the way, yeah, they asked him, does it stop here? And he said uh, he's not. He's not done. That was in uh, today's uh, New York Post. Guys, so Brian, what do you think he's going to do? Go against Poland or Finland? Not, you know, I mean, what do you, you really know, think you is going to happen? You these, know? these dictators are maniacs, they're egomaniacs, they're megalomaniacs. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, he's whatever he's going to do, he's going to do it under the pretense of protecting uh, Russia and, and the pretense. And, you know, I, I, I sort of understand him not wanting nuclear weapons in the country that's contiguous to him. Uh, but, but you know, where, like you said, where does it stop? Does he go up to Lithuania, Latvia, Poland, you know, and, and is it really just a re reclamation of the uh, uh, backing with uh, Gorbachev, you know, and, and maybe, I, you know, I hope not. Well, you know, I, I want to say this right here. Uh, I, I want, and I want to hear you, your thoughts on this, man, because uh, I, I believe that, Yet for, uh, I guess for our, it may be a bit uncomfortable at this moment, but this is the moment we have to rise up and stop this. We let it happen with Crimea. We did nothing and we're doing it again with uh, Ukraine. We're doing, and you know, we're not, we're not doing anything. Okay. And if you listen to Putin, Putin said that uh, the United States and, and the Western Bloc tried to crush Russia and he would never forgive them. He read. He said that. Okay. He would never forgive them because when Russia was at its lowest point, we tried to crush them, but they were able to rise back up. You know, once again, due to us saying, "Okay, we're going to support you. We're going to give you some lifelines. We're going to make. We can help you. We did a lot of things." Okay. 
and we nursed we nursed the scorpion back to health. All right, and, and now now we're giving it a ride across the lake on our exactly. back. So mm-hmm. what what I what I'm asking right now, guys, is you know obviously this is not there. This is not the play. He got he's gotten away with it. What do we do now? Now that he he takes over uh, Ukraine, he strategically now he now surrounds those uh, other NATO nations. Okay, you know the border of Ukraine with other other uh, former uh, Soviet uh, territories. Now what? Just like he used Belarus to come through Belarus to attack uh, Ukraine, you don't think he's going to do the same thing with Ukraine? So yeah, guys, there, there's a bigger problem brewing here, and I think that we're not. I think it's not being addressed. I was just saying, hey, you know, sort of like the United States in World War II, we were isolationists. Okay, we were isolationists. We got reports of what was going on in Germany. We what we had reports of what was happening, and we stayed out of it. In fact, we stayed out of it until we were attacked by Pearl Harbor, uh, protect, uh, by the Japanese in Pearl Harbor, is when we decided to enter uh, World War II. And we were able to go in and we were able to win and uh, decisively and uh, end that uh, whole thing, okay? We're back at the point in, where we're sort of like act, acting as isolationists. In this instance, I know we're not because we, we've been in Afghanistan, we've been in Iraq, we've been everywhere. But in this instance, we're, we're saying that we're not ready to do this. We don't have the stomach for this. We are the hyperpower. We have, we, we're supposed to be the world's moral authority, even though we haven't acted like that recently. When do we get involved? When, 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 when do we get involved? When we, when we touch Ukrainian land after it's been taken, we are, we, we are officially a threat to Russia because it's now Russia's land and we're an invading force. Now we're not an invading force. Any, any John, thoughts on that? John, you know, we've been apologizing for our success and our power for years. And, you know, you know blame America first has been uh, the approach that many are taking uh, for the world's problems. And, uh, you, know, you know, we are a superpower. We, 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 we still are a superpower. And we need to act like a superpower. And, you know, that's, that's going to give uh, our president some very difficult choices, certainly choices I wouldn't want to have to make if we're going to stand up. And the only way you stop a bully is you stand up to the bully. And, you know, it's, uh, I certainly don't want our children, our sons, our daughters to be involved in direct conflict with this guy. So there's got to be a, a way to do it. And uh, unfortunately, the time to have done it would, would have been uh, before now, whether that be through the prior president or uh, the current president. But, you know, here we are. So he's, he's going to have to face it now. And he's got a good team around him. And l- let's see what they can come up with to keep this guy at bay. But appeasement, appeasement never works. It just never works. He's going to, he'll, he'll take whatever we give him to appease him. And then he'll just keep doing, uh, going ahead with his plan. So, uh, Jonathan, you rightfully said something that America is culpable. America is culpable of a lack of leadership. The lack of leadership is demonstrated here. In 2003, invasion of Iraq without probable cause. That's why some people feel emboldened to do whatever they feel they can do. Right now, you will go talk to Russia. On what basis? They will point to you that you went to uh, Iraq in 2003 on a single decision, and it was baseless. That's number one. And then you continue here. Last year, Israel went to Palestine and bombed them. What happened? Nothing. Let's go to Africa. 
France has been pillaging countries with total impunity. We have Libya, which is now a failed state, importing democracy. On what basis will you now go and stand in front of a madman and tell him, stop? Meanwhile, they have been watching all your actions throughout. That is where the problem is, total lack of leadership. And then when we come now into an internal issues of the United States, you have one president, former president, undermining the sitting president. There have been a clear rule in the United States that the sitting president, in terms of foreign policy, has the support on both sides of the aisle. That is another issue. The current turmoil into the country is the America is so exposed that you don't have a standing to really take the world and bring the peace that we desperately need. That's the problem. Lack of leadership. I'm complete. This is Jacques. And, and support. Sounds sound like you have support in there too, Jacques. Uh, that's interesting what he says, perspective. Um, yeah. What do you think about that, Mr. Bing, his perspective? Jerry, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, Jerry. Um, I think people are, you guys are underestimating the United States. And I, and I think what he said is right uh, about us going into uh, preemptive attacks. I, I think uh, when um, Bush made that part of our foreign policy, that does give Russia something to stand on, okay, unfortunately. Uh, you know, uh, because Iraq wasn't housing terrorists. All right. It wasn't. Uh, Iraq wasn't a threat to us. And every time I sit here and I argue about uh, what Putin's doing, I always keep Iraq in the back of, uh, of my mind because I know that we're being hypocritical uh, in that regard. But the difference between uh, us uh, and uh, Russia is we weren't looking to claim Iraq uh, as part of the U.S., you know, uh, you know, but either way, we were wrong for going into Iraq. Uh, I, I admit that to this day. It cost us a ton of money, a ton of lives, and and, and there wasn't there. The stuff that was there, that, that the terrorists weren't there. You know, the terrorists only came after we came. And so um, I, I can't dispute that fact. This is Christy speaking with the record. Um, I just wanted to um, share something in regards to... Um, me being a foreigner living here in the state and the different things that I've seen um, happening when it comes to the mindset of um, today's America, the, the mindset of the people in America and the atmosphere. And I think Jacques mentioned something in regards to the interior, internal cancer pretty much that is festering around like in the state. And um, one thing I shared on TikTok was that it always has been this way. We have, you know, taken advantage of um, this false sense of security and peace after World War II, you know, technology, invention, peace with uh, peace agreement, yada, yada, yada. We, in the Western world, rightfully so, we have known a, a season of somewhat, you know, tranquility when it comes to war altogether since World War II. And America has lost its focus the, the United States of America that was 10 years ago is not the same here. And you can see that in the environment, in the culture, in the mindset of the people here in the state. And again, I'm saying this as a foreigner looking in and living here as well. 
And one thing that um, I love history, I study a lot, uh, I love languages, so I speak multiple languages. So with, you know, with languages, you learn culture, you learn tradition. And one thing I've always noticed about China is that they might have lost their dynasty, they have never lost focus. And that is scary because it is scary because for us here in the Western world, we have gotten so distracted into how world leaders function. Men has always gone around and conquered other countries. I mean, I'm from Haiti, Christopher Columbus, I mean, the Spanish, I mean, I can go on and on and on, but we lost focus so much so that now this has, this is happening and Putin knows this, you know, I'm a parent coach and I talk to parents and I say, the earlier you can instill that restraint in your child when they wanna touch that hot stove or they wanna talk back or they wanna say something they know they're not supposed to. And they have that light bulb of restraint that say, mm, if I do this, what might happen? Right now, the US president doesn't instill that restraint in foreign leader. And Putin knows this. I'm not saying Trump was perfect, yeah, yeah, it's not the point. The point is when, People, even people here in the state, when you think of President Biden, he doesn't instill that restraint in you from not wanting to do something. And because of NATO and all the political nonsense, Putin knows if anyone from NATO comes to defend Ukraine, that's pretty much declaring World War III. And the question in China, in North Korea's mind, and those two, oh my word, that's a whole other topic, because right. we don't know anything. So the question is, are we going to go to World War Three because of one country. And it might sound harsh and mean, but I'm sure that's what's in the mind of all the world's leaders as they're watching this. What are we going to do? Right. Are we going to allow World War Three, or are we just going to let right. this happen, unfortunately? Thank, thank you for, that was it. Yeah, we're, we're going to go, with, uh, Jerry. And that's what's going on here. You, you know, people are, uh, and I get it. And I, I you know, we and I hate to do this. We have more employees than we have employers. Okay, we have more workers than we have entrepreneurs. Okay, and and that logic is the logic of an employee. Okay, because what what you're doing is, oh, I'll get my paycheck today. I'll get my paycheck next week. Okay, and I could probably retire. An entrepreneur says, hey, there's a lot more paycheck to be had. Now, there's a bigger problem here because you're saying, why why go to war? Why do it now? Okay, because if we don't do it now, we're going to have to do it later and it's going to be harder. Okay, and, and then there's going to be coalition. The people going to coalesce around Russia. Some other be like, hey, you know what? Ru this is this is making Russia stronger. All right. And, and then, you know, right now, you guys just said Belarus say is going to join back with Mother Russia. All right. So there's a lot more going on. Right now. We deal with it later. That's the same thing that happened in World War Two. You are that, that speech will be the same speech that will have been given on the floor of, uh, of our government floors, uh, okay, during World War II. And when, when we got in it, we had to get in it. And, and, and guess what? It had to be dealt with. John, so, John, give you, you know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Canoe, uh, K A N U, what are your thoughts? Because you seem like you have a lot to say in the back chat. What's your thought, brother? Sorry, I had to un unmute my mic. <clears throat> Thank you for uh, calling me out. Of course, I'll call you out. You're talking mad trash on the back side. <laughs> no, it's not trash. It's not trash. It's just pretty much all I was saying was um, this is not World War II again. <clears throat> it's not the same risk as World War II because Russia has way more nukes. We all have more nukes than World War II. 
<clears throat> so if you look at the numbers, Russia has more nukes than we do. They also have impenetrable nukes that cannot be shot down from the sky. So if the risk to protect Ukraine comes with nuclear risk, I don't think it's worth it. I, don't, I think a lot of people don't think it's worth it once they educate themselves on how much nukes Russia really has. Can I interject real quick, if y'all don't mind? Yeah, you can, but I want Tan, Tan, uh, Tangina, Tantina. She's in Russia right now, and and, uh, and right now uh, she is saying, and uh, she's on the stage, uh, and she's saying that uh, I guess uh, Zelensky at the US says uh, it says uh, Putin protects uh, Ukraine from neo-Nazi nationalists, and uh, Zelensky is a drug addict, a hypocrite, and a NATO do- uh, doll. He's decided he's very much uh, late to have a conversation with Putin. Are you on the stage, ma'am? All right, she's on the stage, but she's quiet. Tatiana, maybe is that John, the name? Yeah, Tatiana, John, yes. John, just a, just a quick uh, observation. Uh, I, you know, I I think we we bailed out on many of these matters that we started right when we go into a country, uh, whether it be Iraq, Iran, uh, Afghanistan. We promise the people a bill of goods. We ask them to trust us. Don't worry about the warlords. We got you. We got you. We got you. And then at some point in time, we get tired, and we leave. And we leave those people to a very dangerous group. And it looks like the same thing has happened to Zelensky, who I, I, I feel is a puppet uh, of the United States and or the West. And he's sort of high and dry right now on his own. He's a former actor. He's not a statesman. And he's playing, He's up against Vladimir Putin pretty much standing there by himself. And uh, so I can understand why Belarus is saying, hey, wait, 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 wait. We don't want this happening here. You know, Putin, you're okay. We'll, we'll, we'll align ourselves with you uh, because countries and people want to be on a winning team, and they may feel, based on America's past actions under numerous presidents, that we um, we get politically tired of being there and supporting these uh, nations that we go into, and we leave them. And when we leave them, the, the people that uh, joined Team U.S. get destroyed. And so, I, you know, I can understand. I can understand people being, um, I, I can understand. Brian, you just said, you just said before that the Belarus thing was probably planned well I, I in agree, advance yeah, to give Putin cover. And now all of a sudden you're saying, oh, it's because Zelensky no, is no, a weak, no, I didn't, I didn't, weak I, said, here, I, I said that you want to be on a winning team. <laughs> Brian, remix as always. <laughs> you want to be on a winning team. You want to be on a winning team. And, and, and I'm sure that, that Putin made an arrangement uh, with uh, the government there, that this is what we're going to do, and they they were they're, they're still a pu- they were a puppet state of uh, Putin anyhow before this, and now they're making it. It seems that they're making it official, uh, and uh, based on the circumstances, I can understand why you've got the troops going in and out of your country. You got the troops now surrounding your country on, on two sides. So, I want to jump in. I want to say something to Brian. What Brian? I think what Brian said was correct. It seems like the people that align themselves with the U.S. loses. It, 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 it seems that way. Okay? That's just the way it's appearing to me. Now, uh, whether or not that's correct, but it's just like the Afghanis, they <laughs> align themselves with us, they lost. The Vietnamese, they align themselves with us, they lost. It seems like everyone that aligns themselves with the U.S. loses. Let me interject on that. Not, 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 the, not the dictators we support. They, they, they parachute out very wealthy. 
but the people. Yeah, no, I know Brian, but Brian, I, I want, I want, I want some other people to speak to that. Uh, so anyone, anyone want to speak to that, Jerry? And I'm gonna mute my mic, Jerry. Uh, from there, but I just wanted to point that out. Hey guys, before they, uh, you guys jump in on that. Make sure you guys share in the room, guys. We're at 55. Can you guys get us above 100 shares real fast and follow the club, debate the news, guys? We are here today. We are talking about the Ukraine. Also, we're talking about COVID magically disappearing, guys, uh, during uh, war and during the uh, midterms. So I'm trying. We want to talk about that uh, because uh, for the CDC to jump in and say uh, you don't have to wear your mask. Uh, after um, last month when they were saying that, that the mandate need to happen, people were saying the mandate need to happen. This has happened very quickly uh, and it's uh, it just does not look like what we expected this to look like uh, just a month ago. So with that being said, uh, Brian, we're going to pivot to some other people. We're going to let you come back in because you know you're going to get your airtime anyway. So, so, so Jonathan, uh, do what, do you, what do you guys have to say about that? So Jonathan, it seems like people that signed the, the, the nations that aligns themselves with the U.S. or works with the U.S. always seem to be the ones that are losers. So William Kirkpatrick, you would want Jonathan, to yeah. speak on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. William, you would want to speak. Yeah, it's not about the people that align. It's the people that we put in place. It seems as though, like, um, when, once we go in and say, hey, I don't like how y'all running the country because we're not able to benefit off that current leader, then we go ahead and go to war and say, oh, you're treating your people bad. You're doing this and that to the to your people. Now we need to come in there and make you a democracy. And then we get our res whatever resources we need and say, hey, now it's becoming a debt to us. Now go ahead and run your stuff, run your own show with the person we put in office who's generally weak. I mean, this happened in the Saudi. And, um, and it's kind of like even what Putin came out and said, he said that uh, they're, Ukraine is committing genocide amongst two group of people. And that's why he's went in there. But no one's stating that we're feeling like we need to jump in. No, we, we're always the police of the world. And this man is saying, OK, you know, I want to be the police, even though I have ties in this situation. I don't see the reason why we need to keep jumping in and everything because and we're not going to jump in because there's nothing for us to gain in it. OK, guys, and Tara, correct me if I'm wrong. Other than the Philippines, where were we successful? And I don't even think the Philippines were that successful. When you look at the gentleman that's there now. Other than the Philippines, where, where have we been successful? Well, our attempts at nation building, if that's what we're talking about, and bringing democracy to the world have generally failed because the people in those countries have not really wanted to do what we suggested, right? We saw that in Afghanistan. On the other hand, the Russians also failed in Afghanistan, so that's a, a pretty difficult nut to crack, I think. Our attempts, however, after World War II to re rejigger the world order like NATO and things like that have generally been successful and if you even look at the USSR what was that 1991 they broke up right so so we the world order up until a certain point actually we were somewhat successful at that we have been unsuccessful in individual countries we try and come in and impose things on them or we actually invade them for but let's you know for probably geopolitical purposes oil things like that resources okay so I guess I would make that distinction Jonathan you know, I don't know why it's so hard for y'all to understand that governments around the world do not care about none of this moral shit that they try to sell you. It's never about what they tell you the war is about. They have an agenda. They execute. See, these wars be successful, but it's just it doesn't look successful because it's not about what they told you it's about. They get all the big facts. They exactly. Big facts. Yeah, they they get everything that they want to get out. On the back 
I had to say, Jonathan. I mean, look at the COVID shit. Now all of a sudden it just went away because they got what they got out of it. Hey, what's your what's your name, brother? It's DJ Fridays. Oh, what's up, DJ? Hey, I'm I'm gonna ask people on the stage. Do me a favor. I thought it was somebody else speaking because their mic is unmuted and their screen is, is is jingling. I thought it was somebody completely different. Please mute your mic while you're on stage because if, if you keep doing it, I'm just gonna tuck you in. I'm gonna take it means you're sleepy, so I'm gonna tuck you in. Uh, appreciate you for that, DJ Friday. What do you think about what he just said, Jonathan? They're they're, they're just selling a bag of goods, and I have to say this, DJ. I didn't want to unmute my mic and say that, but I you said it for me. All the stuff that we're saying didn't happen when the U.S. did this. They they went into Iran, Iraq, and they were supposed to do this, and they didn't find this, so it was just whatever. DJ, are you saying that they had another reason they went into that they just didn't share with us? Is that what you're saying, my brother? Exactly. And us Americans, we're so selfish. Like, I wish they would just tell us the truth because I'm pretty sure a lot of us will sign up for the truth. If our president came on TV and said, look, guys, I know you're tired of the oil prices being over $2. We're going to take these people oil. Who, who's down with that? Most Americans would be like, hey, that's not that once again, that that breaks every international law. I know it does. But what I'm saying is people will sign up for it. Just tell us the truth for once. And this is why people, you know, the conspiracy theory theorists are like 10 and 0 at this point in history everything right. that people deem as conspiracy theory years down the line we come out to be right that that is so true man that is so true yeah you know no no see once again that's not okay that, that, that's not let's not say that okay because because first of all you know what i'm saying the government didn't kill uh kennedy it's just let's just i don't even want to go down that rabbit hole let's keep this on uh the ukraine i got a different question for you though why aren't we looking at the origins of COVID? and and here's my theory but, but before, before you oh, go no, to that, Brian, I, I was I was still oh, building with my man. Yeah, but I want I want yeah I want to yeah, bro, Jerry. After you finish building with your man, let Brian talk so I can investigate him. Okay, but, well uh, I'll tell you what, I, Jerry, I'll pass. I'll pa- go I'm, ahead, I'm good, Jerry. I'm good, Jerry. I'll pass my. I'll no, pass, no, no, no. I finished no, building with you. Jerry. <laughs> no, I I want to hear you. I want to hear the, the 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 nukes go off. You go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. My my, my thoughts are we haven't looked at the origins of COVID. Because we we probably don't want to hear the truth, and I think the truth in my uh, my theory, and it's not a, uh, I have no facts behind it, but I th- uh, my theory is that we're working with China. No, like, I have no facts, well, that, that, but that never stopped you before. <laughs> yeah, we should replay that over and over. I have no facts. My <laughs> yeah, theory, but I have no facts that. behind oh, it. That real fast. <laughs> here, here, what we do know is that America was working with China on gain of function uh, research. I, so my first question would be, why are we working on such a project with China? And nobody wants to ask that question. The second part of the question is, in doing so, did we have any hand in the accidental uh, creation of this COVID uh, virus? And now here's the part that I don't have the facts on. If, in fact, we did, could we handle that truth that we may have had a hand in creating something that killed seven million people. No, we can't handle the truth if that's the truth, Brian. That's that's it, my point. That's it. Of that's course, my point. And I may be course. wrong. That's my point. Of, 
No, no, you're, you're not wrong about anything because you didn't say anything was a fact. You were just asking a question. You didn't say, hey, this is what right. happened. I don't, I don't have, think I, I heard you say that. actual data. I know we were working. Right. I, but I never stopped you before. That we were working on gain of function with China. That's Brian, in, that's wait, in, that's an interesting question. Brian, I, I got to address that. Brian, no, that's an interesting statement that, that, that um, J, um, Jonathan just said. He said that never stopped you before. What makes it different on this Friday? Because he said you normally just you normally just go as if everything was facts. What you, made today let, unique? Let me, tell, let me tell you why. This is in, infotainment. And so I like to pour a little bit of gasoline mixed with my theories to get everybody engaged in the conversation. Right. Uh, and strategy is getting me, um, I'm getting vilified, I'm getting rocks thrown at me. So I'll just try a different approach. And the different approaches, we know that we were engaged in game. We of want the old Brian back. That's what made us fall in love with you. We don't want the we don't want the new Brian, okay? Yeah, well, I, listen, it's, it's <laughs> but but I, you know, it, and I'm and in all seriousness, we the, we we spent a lot of time doing research on vaccines. We spent a lot of time that we as a country divided on this. But any problem, if you want to get to the root of the problem, where did it start? And and so I, you know, I, I think. Fauci has been on uh, every side of this issue, ducking and dodging. Uh, Rand Paul is the only person that's really asked him the tough questions. And, and Dr. Fauci ducks and dodges. He's pretty good at it. But we, we, we uh, the first question that they have to ask, why are we doing this research with China if China is such a threat? And I think they are a threat. And second of all, when it was stopped by President Obama, wisely so, did it reemerge under a different name? And the answer, I, I, I'm pretty damn, damn sure, there's a lot of evidence pointing in the direction, yes, it did. And if we were doing this research uh, specifically on a COVID virus, uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus, uh, did we have some hand in the creation of this monster? Accidentally, or on, you know, or, or on purpose, they were weaponizing a goddamn virus. That's what they were doing. And we were somehow involved in that, and that's scary. And, and, and will we ever know the answer? I, you know, I, I don't know. But I know we all know a lot of people that got sick and a lot of uh, sadly too many of us know people that died. Right. But right. Hey, we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to do something a little different. We're going to open the stage up a lot earlier to a lot of you non-moderators, to a lot of you people that are not moderated. And uh, I see Mr. Ashley, you're you're moderated, but uh, you're new to the room, Mr. Shipman. So jump in whenever you want. Appreciate you for coming to the room, my brother. But I'm gonna open the stage up to some of you non-moderators. Augustus, you are in the building. You know we go at, back and forth with debating, but we always love and appreciate you. This is Augustus. So jump in whenever you're ready, Augustus, my brother. Augustus should be on that goddamn list. I'm surprised he's not on that damn list. All the misinformation. No, Gus, if, if Gus, if, if Augustus, yeah, Augustus should not be on that damn list, Augustus. Fact, I'm gonna help you out, brother. I'm help you out, Augustus. Uh, I'm gonna get you on that list, all right, brother. No, I can't never be on that list, bro. I don't spread no misinformation. Everything I spread. <laughs> no, Augustus. All you gotta do, be, all you gotta, all you gotta do is not be vaccinated, and you might make it to the list. So, so it's okay if you make it to the list. Just, just not be vaccinated and say three words. You might make it to the list. Okay, so it's not so bad. Okay, Jerry, is there, Jerry, may I say something very quickly, please? You, 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 what is your name, brother? This is Jacques from Germany. Jacques from Germany. Go ahead, my brother. Yes, I wanted to bring uh, not an answer to the question of Jonathan. He asked, why is it that America always dropped people? I want to bring you into a memory lane. Back in the 80s, there was an eight-year war 
Remember what you said, though, Jock? You said, Jerry, can I say something real quick? And you sound like you're about to go down memory lane. No, no. It, 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 I'm not, I will be very, very fast. The war Iran-Iraq, America back Iraq to, to gas Iran with impunity. True story. Uh, Osama bin Laden was supported by America to fight the uh, True story. Mujahideen. Yes, that's that's the fact. But at the end of the day, now we went to fight Iraq, and then we went to fight Osama bin Laden. So True story. I want you to see what is going on in there. They created those monsters that they wanted to fight later on. I just wanted to see that perspective as well. That's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Tara, you want to jump in on that, Tara? No, I actually don't. I, I Like I said, I, I think that America has been responsible for a lot of um, bad stuff. And I don't think our nation building exercises have particularly worked. And I agree that they are probably more. I, I think that was a really interesting point that who was it? Um, DJ somebody raised about the fact that we're just not being honest about uh, why we're going in and maybe we're winning more than we know. But I totally disagree with what Brian said about the virus and about um, it gain of function leading to the virus. Nobody has, even Rand Paul, Brian, has not suggested that. Even your hero, Rand Paul, has not said that. He pulled back from that one. He just sort of said, oh, they were doing it. And you're, Fauci, you're lying because we gave $360,000, I think, to the Wuhan lab to do these experiments. If Dr. Copeland were here, and I wish he were, he would basically go off on you about these things because he, he has much more knowledge. I am not a doctor. Doctor, I cannot discuss these things scientifically, but he would explain to you why this did not happen and we were not responsible for the COVID virus. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Dr. Copeland would give his opinion. He would give his opinion with, with, with some facts mixed in it. Because that's then what he why does. did the research start in North Carolina? There's and nothing. What you say, Mike? My, 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 go ahead, Mike. How, how do we know, Tara? We haven't had. We haven't had any real looking into okay. it. We haven't had the The intelligence agency, the Mike, the intelligence agencies did look into it and concluded that they could not reach conclusion. People are looking into this every day. My understanding, and this is from and, Cope, and I can't speak for him, is that there, it, if you look at the actual virus itself, and God, I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble here because I can't say it right. If you look at the actual components of the virus itself, it could not have been manufactured okay that's what he has said now could it that's could they have why so debbie, wait, debbie, why don't one, you one what, debbie why don't you speak up why is it a lie wait one second before debbie wait hey bro 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 one second bro debbie i'm gonna let debbie in but one second i gotta say this though tara with, with with all um with all seriousness we can't go off of anything that Dr. Copeland comes to this room and say that just because Dr. Copeland said it makes it fact. We cannot do that. We don't even fact. we don't even know what he really do in real life 100%. We know we believe it because what he says, but we can't take it as fact because Dr. Copeland looked into it and Dr. Copeland concluded this or that. That doesn't make it a conclusion for the absolute thing of really happened. He wasn't there. So I'm just saying like Dr. Copeland is not the almighty where we say in debate the news if Dr. Copeland stated this that's what it is. That is absolutely not a factual thing to say about Dr. Copeland. He's not well said, Jerry. You got yeah. the list. Except for the fact that there's no one on this stage who can really describe anything, and I am among those people, who can actually describe this whole process and explain why or why not it might be credible. You're right so about he's that. the only one. And right. if anyone else has facts, that would be great. But Debbie, 
Debbie, do you have any facts? Wait, hold on. One second, everybody. One second, bro, bro, bro. The guy that keeps saying, Jerry, I'm going to go to you, but I do want to hear what Debbie has to say. Deb, hey, brother, do me a favor. I know you're locked and loaded, but but just put in a holster, meaning your 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 mic, mute it. I know you're so ready to talk. Uh, Debbie, 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 Debbie. Yeah. Debbie, this is your opportunity. Instead of throwing out some one-liners, you, you, know, you know I rock with you. Forget about the one-liners. I'm going to mute my mic. Tara asked you a question. She said, Debbie, can you throw out some facts? Go ahead, Debbie. The mic is yours. So Tara's convinced that the United States isn't a part of it and said Brian was wrong. And then I asked her, then why did it start in a UNC lab by Ralph Barrick, B-A-R-I-C, who studies coronaviruses? There's absolutely no evidence that you it started in a UNC lab. About, you so how can you say there's no evidence? Well, you're just because you, know, you say you know it doesn't actually about? mean there's you know evidence. Who Ralph Barrick is? I actually know about the UNC lab, and we funded some some research there that Who's people late? have said was gain of function. But can Who's you, late? America? Oh, but, okay. So you're we funded some research that people have said was gain of function. I don't think you the lab actually is agreed to that. And you acted like you're a part of Fauci's lab. I said we, America. I have nothing to do with Fauci's Debbie, lab. Debbie, Come Debbie, on, Debbie. Don't, don't and be Debbie. Dirty. Debbie, you haven't said anything. Just stop you... saying absolutes. Debbie, give us facts. one second, Tara. Let, let me help you, Tara. Tara, De Debbie, Debbie, look, Charles Debbie. Lieber. We, hey, bro, do me a favor, brother. Your name is not Debbie. Your name because is not Debbie. Just be respectful for one second, about, Debbie. Tara. Debbie, do 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 us a favor. Do you want to do you want to pass the mic to someone else, or do you want to? She requested if you have some facts. So, do you have any facts, or do you want to pass the mic? Well, that was a fact, so I'm confused as to what you're asking. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm just asking you. I'm just air traffic control, miss. I, I don't. I don't take a side. I'm air traffic control. I'll pass the mic. There's a guy that kept jumping in. What is your name, bro? Jerry. It's Mike. Kader. Um, so, Tara, here's my question. You said that the intelligence agencies looked into it in the whole gain of function or that. Are these the same intelligence agencies that told us that there were weapons of mass destruction and the same intelligence agencies that said Trump was uh, in bed with Putin? Are those the same agencies that, that were giving you that information? Um, yeah, probably. But that means if you don't believe anything they say, that I have nothing to say to you, nor can I convince you of anything, okay? Um, the, in fact, in, here, here, of, in weapons of mass destruction, if you remember... There were many suggestions that the government basically took out some of the data that had been provided by intelligence agencies, which was not as clear cut as Colin Powell made it sound when he talked about the uranium and the, you know, the, those little, what are they, the yellow tubes or something like that. I, I'm trying to remember, but it's been a while. Okay, if you remember that, you'll remember there's lots of stuff that suggests that the intelligence agencies were not necessarily saying that in terms of weapons of mass destruction, but the U.S. and Bush, they, they basically ignored some of those factors, okay? There's nothing that suggests that the intelligence agencies were incorrect here, about here. Trump, and there is nothing that suggests the intelligence agencies were necessarily incorrect about the virus. We, Please provide me with proof. I'll give you some proof. President Barack Obama. Wait, 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 stopped, but Brian, go, go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I want to hear that guy land, though, Brian, because I, the guy, Mike, did you land, Mike? Mike. No, what a, no, Jerry, all I'm saying is, is that we, you know, Tara, with all due respect, you're taking what you feel the intelligence agencies have done as gospel and somehow 
that should be a defense to what I'm saying and I'm trying to share with you is that how can we trust this information when we haven't looked into it? You're saying, oh, no, it's been debunked and it's, oh, you're, that's just ridiculous. How do we know that? We don't know that. And that's the honest conversation that we have to have. And I've landed. Uh, so let me, me just really Can I ask a fundamental question here? Well, yeah, go ahead with your fundamental question. Can I ask question. a fundamental question? Yes. So why are we questioning? Why are we doing these crucial researches in China? Can someone tell me why is this lab in China, in Wuhan, and not somewhere in the United States or somewhere else? Okay. Why can we trust China with these things and not right. bring it home? What's right. the point uh, of that? Okay. Uh, one second. Like Ter Ter regulation. Ter I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian. But I, I want to make sure Tara land. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Do you the. the President Obama suspended in 2014 gain-of-function re research that was going on, and they launched a formal assessment of the potential risks and benefits of the so-called gain-of-function research that was going on with the United States and, and China that Fauci was ahead of. And do you dispute that, Tara? Tara? What am I? I'm sorry, do, Brian. What, do, you dispute, what am I? do you dispute the fact that President Obama stopped gain-of-function research between China and the United States of America, specifically with uh, respect to respiratory syndrome or MERS and severe acute respiratory sy syndrome or SARS. Obama did stop Tara, that. Tara, yes. when you, when you, okay. when you so, make sure you make, make sure you throw in what Trump stopped also. Tara, no, 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 I'm, I am absolutely giving blessings and credit to President Obama for, for after he found out about this, stopping it. And it actually was, was restarted uh, right around the time that Trump came in. So his hands are not clean in this. And I'm, not, I'm being apolitical. I want to know why our country was involved in this. And if, Tira, if you admit that uh, pre uh, President Obama stopped it, it's hard to walk away from the fact that not only is it a possibility, but that, uh, that um, it, we are involved in it, that, but that the, the uh, operation was relaunched under a different name by the same cast of characters that includes one Dr. Fauci. And so when, when you throw me out like, a, you know, I'm a, a conspiratist, you know, I, I, you, you have to, we, they have to address, Fauci has to address, what the hell were we doing there in 2014 when President Obama stopped you. What the frick were you doing with China? Oh, it was just a little bit of research on how to kill half the globe inexpensively. No big deal. Because that's what they were doing. And they were using specifically at that time, MIRS and SARS, the same shit that we all ended up getting, or many of us ended up getting. They were doing that in 2014. To me, and I'm an amateur, it seems like they perfected that shit somewhere around 2019, 2020. And somehow it, someone got sick or a couple of people got sick. I would say, I would hope and pray by accident. And this, the, 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 the cat was out of the bag. And, and, and so to say that it's not a possibility, you know, these pieces of the puzzle are, are fitting together really easily. And I just want to know why there's not federal investigations, uh, 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 our FBI, our CAA, and the conclusion I come to in my small brain is they don't want the truth because the world could not handle the truth if, in fact, okay. anything to do with that. Okay, appreciate you for that, Brian. And I'm going to go into a yeah. quick, quick commercial break before I pass the mic back. 
I'm going to ask everybody once again to, well, no, first I'm going to thank everybody before I do an ask. I'm going to thank everybody once again for joining Debate the News. Thank you all the wonderful moderators is blessed the stage with us. But most of all, the most important person or people in this room are the ones that's not modded. The one that sits at the bottom that's not on the stage yet. Raise your hand and come to the stage. Don't be shy. I'm looking for my people that know something about Ukraine. I'm looking for my people that got family in Russia, et cetera, et cetera. Raise your hand and come to the stage. People, y'all know what Jonathan and I do every single day. We shine a spotlight on some of our members that joined our club. We do it in our last hour or half hour of the show. All we ask you to do to be part of those people is going to get you a club promoted your name promoted and your business promoted you got to follow jonathan bing you got to follow myself you got to follow the club you got to say something cool in our dm on instagram just say we rock with you or say debate the news whatever in the dm and follow us on instagram and pumpkin is compiling a list of all of you and we're going to give you guys some light before this room is over but you got to also go into the wall where it says 77 the little double arrows you got to put something cool on that wall. And you also, I'm going to request everybody to do me one more favor. Ping some of your friends and invite them in. Once again, ping some of your friends and invite them into this room. Thank you, everybody. Let's get back yeah. to this show. Now, before you get back to the show, Jerry, um, I want to say we still have 30 tickets left for Grant Cardone's uh, thing. Jerry, you want to uh, announce we, that? Once again, yes, we still have 30 tickets left for Grant Cardone. He graciously gave away 100 tickets yesterday 100 tickets to his virtual event that is actually sold out live it is the biggest event he does annually this is the big daddy this is the huge one that's coming up at the end of next month if you want to be in for that drawing once again matter of fact it's up top if you want to be in for that drawing you got to follow jonathan bing you got to follow me and you got to follow grant cardone also in the dm this is the keyword to qualify for that you got to put my DM, Jonathan's DM, and Grant Cardone's DM, 10X. 10X me, and you will be in for that drawing to be one of those recipients of 100 tickets. Thank you for that, Mr. Jonathan Bing. Is there anybody else, or I'm sure there's somebody else, that would like to jump into this conversation? If so, state your name, and I'm going to go to you right now. Let's go. Let's get this. I got Christy in the building from yesterday. She was pretty interesting Yvonne's in the building anybody want to jump in jump in okay can I say something just a few minutes can you say something for just a few minutes yeah because I lived there in in Poland it's near Ukraine and I watched it every single day every single day many refugees are trying to go back to uh, refugees immigrants from Poland Ukrainian immigrants from Poland are trying to go back to their country to fight for Ukraine. They sent their women, wives, grandmas, child to Polish border, Polish and Moldavian borders, because they are trying to protect them. And you are fucking trying to argue with that? With you, come on. This is a real ser serious problem. In Poland, we've got 5,000 US soldiers. For Poland and for Ukraine, it's nothing. 
Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, is there anybody else would like to jump in? Yeah, it's Byron. I'd like to jump in. Go ahead, Byron. Go ahead, Byron. Yeah, it's just, uh, it seems to me, you know, if, if, if people really wanted to make a difference, I mean, one of the things that I'm Canadian and one of the things that to, with all the sanctions, they said, you know, it's with all the money uh, that Russia has and Putin has all over the world, since he's one of the wealthiest people around, uh, is the simply, uh, they're trying to pass through Senate mechanisms to seize funds. Uh, and they should just send them to the Ukrainians to pay for all of the damages that this is calling. Uh, it's, it's going to be billions by the time they walk in and seize, uh, you know, Kiev in the next couple of days. So, you know, if, if you really want to do something, you hit someone in their pocketbook and you'd be surprised how fast things will change. So, I don't know, it, it seems to be uh, like the lady who's in Poland. It's true, a lot of doublespeak, 5,000 soldiers. Well, it's nothing, you know. And, uh, and it's really a shame because uh, people are dying. Civilians are getting killed while we're talking here, uh, and uh, um, you know what the news is full. You know what the real government has done with Ukrainian? They have ten thousand soldiers in Ukraine before Russia has attacked them. Every soldier from Ukraine, every U.S. soldier from Ukraine, has come back to other countries. Every. Okay. Thank you for Can that, I, my brother. Yeah, what's, what's, yes, what's your name? Angela, down here with the pink airplane. Angela with the pink. Is that a fighter jet? You got a that's, pink fighter that's jet? That's the U.S. fighter jet versus Russian fighter jet, as you can see. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait. What does that mean? It means the U.S. <laughs> is soft and the Russian. Is that what it means? So we're so concerned and distracted with pronouns here in the U.S. so that the rest of the establishment can accomplish what they need to accomplish and distract us with divide and other bullshit that we have been distracted with. What I want to say is um, I believe that if Trump was still in power, that Putin would have never had the guts to do what he did. He made a made, uh, Biden made a fool of himself in America. We look like we look weak. We look like idiots. Uh, the world laughs at us by how we've been threatening with empty words, but still are not taking actions. Like the gentleman before said, it's 7,000 troops we sent to Germany to wait. NATO is a joke. NATO has always been a joke. We provide $780 billion to NATO in military support for doing what? Nothing. They're just sitting there letting Putin do whatever they want to do in the name of his power. And here we are the biggest democracy and we're sitting and watching Putin show us the finger. I think it's it's a big embarrassment for the US and I hope that people learn that, that we owe Trump an apology for when he tightened our relationship with Russia and he was blamed for it and impeached for it for these things. He tightened our relationship with North Korea and they were saying he's a communist. He tightened our relationship with Turkey. We could have used it right now. And all those things I hope that people realize and apologize to Trump today. We all owe him an apology. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, she came in silly. She got a pink fight. She got a pink fighter jet and she got been drinking her own bath water. Holy smokes. She's drunk. She's drunk. Byron, why you say she one second? Hey, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely drunk because Trump 
Trump would have fuck Trump would have came in and dressed the nation and told the nation why it's a good thing what's happening is happening. Okay. True. Don't true. don't even tr- don't you're sitting there saying that people are afraid. Even be happening he right didn't now. tighten our relationship. Okay. Yeah. They got pictures of him. Okay. Because he's, he's an idiot. Even right now he's calling a man a genius. Okay. That 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 was such that was such a. a, a I was gonna say genius. <laughs> that him calling Putin a genius doing this right here shows his level of intelligence. Okay, you have a right former now, United States president like making statements like that. Okay, it's, it's seeding doubt. Okay, and got it got people like you coming up on the stage believing that he could have done something differently. He would have done something differently. No, Trump would have helped him, and Trump would have uh, said to everyone, "Stand down. This is the way it has to be." And he would have came, and he would have been confusing. And guess what? The next thing you know, Putin was on his land grab all over the world. So don't don't tell me what oh Trump would have done. So how come Putin didn't Thank do you, this Jonathan. two years ago, Jonathan? Because, Jonathan. Because, 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 he, because he got crime because he got Crimea and he was and he he was trying to be content with that and make sure he was okay with that first, okay? But the whole the whole notion. Wait, 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 one second, one second, one second, brother. So uh Angela with the fighter jet. It's Angela. Huh? Oh, Angela. So, so Jonathan just made a good point. You know, Trump. I I could see that Jonathan. If this was going on in Trump's watch, like let's say if it was going on, he probably would just be doing exactly what Jonathan say and justifying why 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 um, Vladimir should do it. And he probably would say NATO need to stay. He would probably literally say NATO need to stay out of it. I can see that happening. I disagree. You, you know why I disagree, Jerry and Jonathan? Why? Tell me why. Because Trump was not part of the establishment. Okay? Trump was not pro-military industrial complex. Whoever gains from this war Rich. is someone who's not like Trump. Trump yo, was not yo, the Jerry, one I gotta call bullshit on this. dollars Rich. out of this yo, war yeah. or making what? a fool of America. Trump would have shown that if, if he doesn't stand down, yeah. that we are not afraid to bomb. And people Ooh, knew stand back to the Yeah, like, like, like Trump wasn't afraid. Like, come on, bro. You're, you're I, what you're saying like, is crazy, okay? Jerry, Everything uh, conventional that Trump's supposed yeah. to have done, he did the opposite, okay? And he was an idiot. Trump was an idiot. He's a goddamn idiot. Well, he was a he was an idiot. He's he a fool. Matter of fact, well, no. A matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you how small minded he was. I remember he was at that meeting. I don't know if it was G8 or whatever it was, G7, whatever it was at the time. And 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 the leader standing. He moved the leader to the side and stood up there and tried to stand like he was fucking Superman. The fuck out of here. He, he's no. He's ignorant. He's stupid. And, and he was a fucking Brian, puppet. Brian, you got. He's a fucking you got, you puppet. Got you so when you when you sit here and you and you sit here and say that Trump would have done something differently, all you. You guys, I lost your damn mind. Trump was all about enriching himself, and guess what? And his family, and that's what they did. Okay, and guess what? Biden, Biden, once again, Biden. Hold on, wait a second. So you talking about Trump would have done this? To, Trump would have done that? No, he wouldn't have. Uh, Vladimir Putin has freaking. I don't know what the hell he has over that guy. All right, because he's never said a bad word about the guy, and he's always showed like he was. Whenever he's around the guy, remember Trump's a tall guy, but Putin was five seven. He looks so much larger than Trump standing next to Trump because Trump was so fucking overmatched. I don't know what this means, but all I know is yeah, Jerry. Let me step in there. You keep your enemies closer. And Trump was great. One second, everybody, meet the mic for one second. Meet your mic. I'm going to ask everybody on stage, including my moderators. Please stop interrupting Jonathan when he's speaking. Also, please keep your mic muted. I don't know how I have to keep asking people, keep your mic muted if you're not speaking, please. Angela, 
I'm gonna let you finish, and then Luis, I'm gonna go to you right after Luis, Angela. I mean, shit, I'm gonna go to you. You heard what I said, Luis. I'm coming to you right after her, bro. Go ahead, Angela. That's just an empty claim, Jonathan, that you're making that Trump wouldn't have done anything different. You don't have a proof of it. It's an empty claim that you're making. Wait, 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 stop. You just said that. Wait, how? What's the. One second, ma'am, because you said something. Why, ma'am, while you're talking, because I'm going to mute you, ma'am. Ma'am, I don't want to have to mute you, okay? One second, Jonathan. One second, hold on. What I want to say, because you just said I made an empty claim, like you got freaking proof that he would have done different. So we're both doing the same exact thing. So how the hell are you going to call me out on. Biden Hunter had beef with Ukraine, as we know. As we know, the reason we blamed the monitor to impeach Trump was that phone call with the Ukrainian president that they had shit on Biden Hunter. We all know who's going to gain from Ukraine going down. And we all know who has beef with Ukraine. And Russia did it for Biden. And gain of money there is for Biden's. Trump came That's without money, garbage. with his money, and brought his money to the campaign, $60 million to his own campaign, where Biden made money from our tax okay, money. Okay, one, 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 one second, one second. No, no, just no. Where is she getting? One second, everybody. One second, one second. Jonathan, this, this, this is interesting. I'm going to say this again. I said this for the last three days. Jonathan, I, I, you ride with me. So, Jonathan, you know you you like my brother, so I know you do. But if I could find friends that are absolutely brainwashed the way that these people... That, Jonathan, I've never seen him do it for, for any other president. I'm talking about not for Bush, not for any other Republican... What what special sauce does this do? What, Personality call. Brian, Brian, I need you all. I need you to meet your mic. Brian, I am in the middle of speaking, everybody. Jonathan, what is it that Trump does to people that follow him that make them literally? Remember that Jim. The, if he tells them to drink some Kool Aid, they might do it. Jonathan, if he say drink this Kool Aid, it's gonna make you. A better person, they might fucking do it. Yeah, you know, someone like someone like Ben Stock would buy it. Uh, Trump's use underwear and wear them just but like John, yeah, feel close to him. <laughs> hey, John, let me, let me let me ask you a question: Was was George Bush a Republican? Ben Stock, yes, he was. Why nobody talk like that about him? Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right here, and, and I'm not talking about Ben Stock. Not I'm not talking about Ben Stock, but let me just say what Trump did. I'm gonna tell you what Trump did. Trump told people it was okay to be who they are. Say less. They Say can less. be the worst version Say of themselves. And, and they can be wor the worst version of themselves and not, careful, and not have to apologize. Be careful, Jonathan. Be careful. Okay? Now, <laughs> so that, that, that's what he's done. He's let them tell, he's told them it was okay to be the worst version of yourself and not be and never have to apologize. That's what he's done. Luis, Luis Australia, can you cut somebody and don't heal them? Yeah, I ain't planning to heal on nobody here on this stage today. Um, Angelina, do you mind if I have an open discourse with you really quickly? Are you there? What is discourse? Conversation. <laughs> Miss Angelina, are you there? Angela, Angela yes. Yeah. Angela, are you there? She's on hey, the phone. Oh, she's on the phone. Yeah, that's pretty convenient too. Because in order for you to say or mm -hmm. to postulate, right, that Trump would have done differently, you have to have proof of concept. Name one thing, literally one thing that Trump said negatively about Putin in his entirety of a presidency in four years. Can anybody on this stage name one thing? I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm gonna, so if what I'm we, gonna do, I'm gonna find the video of no, him saying. He crumbled I'm gonna find, economically. I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna find a video of him saying that if Putin invades um, um, the Ukraine, 
etc. So on and so forth. I'm just gonna see if I can yeah, yeah. You, you see, do you, see you see this. You you see this is what's crazy, right? Trump went around the globe disrespecting our allies, disrespecting our mutual partners, disrespecting everybody across this uh, across this globe except for dictators, which he buddied up to, which he never found negative uh, uh, anything to say negative about any dictator that he was dealing with. However, he quit. He quickly criticized, demeaned, blind, nicknamed, uh, uh, ridiculed anybody other than a dictator Did especially specifically if i not guess what guess what yeah yeah guess what if i have to be friends with the devil i am no better than the devil himself so point blank so period point blank period guess what i didn't ask you when mm -hmm. i gave you an opportunity i gave everybody on this stage an opportunity to give me one example of trump criticizing putin the way he criticized every uh, other give, human I'll being couple, I'll including give i'll give you a couple of examples it's it's so beautiful how now example if you want examples i'll give you a go couple. ahead go okay. ahead first the Come first on. thing he did the first thing he did was you know how you defeat a communist with capitalism, and he drove the price of oil into the fucking ground. Every he time, does not control the price of oil. That is lies and that's postulating. Let me explain to you how it was done under Trump and how it was done under Biden, controlling the price of oil. Trump opened up the Dakota pipelines, and they weren't fully functioning, but he was opening up the Dakota pipelines. He opened up the coal producing plants again, and he enhanced our ability to have oil. And hey, who got hurt by that, Luis? When wait, he wait, opened wait, it wait, up, wait, who got hurt by it, Luis? Uh, 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 hang on a second. Hang the on Native second. Americans got hurt by that because uh, there was more than 200,000. Yo, you're full of shit. Yo, listen, Brian, Brian, you No, get the fuck out of here. You shut your goddamn mouth. Yo, point blank, period. The same... Donald Trump, Donald Trump had the nerve to say opening up the Dakota pipeline. Lewis, can I finish? You asked me. 200,000 You asked me a question, and I'm answering the question. You made a statement that the president of the United States does not control the price of a barrel of oil. And I'm telling you how it was done under Trump. You're going to subterfuge that and start talking about that it did this or that to the uh, the Native Americans. And I'm not having that argument. I'm talking about how he was able to reduce the price of oil. He opened up research and drilling in the Gulf of Mexico, which had been ended. He produced, he enhanced the fracking and the drilling of uh, the, uh, the mining of coal in this country. Okay, by doing that, by doing that, no, it's not deflection. I am saying, question, Brian. This is the question. It's show him how he spoke negative about deflection here. Okay, what I and what I said was he, it's not about speaking negative. Are you guys, yeah, sticks and stone? Hey, Putin, you're a real asshole. Well, that doesn't do anything. You know what he did is he kicked them in the balls in his economy. He did the same thing in a different way that Reagan did. Peace through strength. Reagan outspent the Soviet Union and brought them to their knees without firing a shot. Trump drove the price of oil down to $35 a barrel 
every time Putin would pump a barrel there is of oil no facts. Of there is no hey, facts. Hey, hey, Brian, the Soviet no Union went down under Bush okay, one. So wait, 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 one second, one second. Brian, 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 hold up, but but Brian, you said something wrong. The Soviet Union went down under Bush one. No, 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 no. What? what are you talking about? Well, it, it was Reagan's peace through strength. Nah, he gave Trump credit. Brian. Jonathan, he just gave Trump credit. Brian. Brian. You just said he beat him with the price of oil and all this and no, that no, stuff. No, no, no. Wait a second. He's talking, about, he's talking about Reagan. But once Reagan's again, that, that, wait, that didn't wait, happen John, until Bush won. Brian. Brian. This is Richard. I went wait, wait, Russia. Hey, Brian, we gotta open I was up in Russia in 1993. One second, Brian. We got other people I, jump I, in. Go. I'm fucking up everything with the facts. I understand that. Brian, I was in how, how Russia price, in 1993. How did the price of oil go up? How did the price of oil go up under President Biden? The first thing that Biden did, President Biden, was take off the sanctions that Trump put on, on, on Putin. So if we want to talk about who's in bed with whom, he t the first thing he did was he took the, you know, you say I wouldn't be in bed with a dictator. Well, our president, the current president. So wait one second, Brian. Wait one second, oh, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, but you say, you're talking for like 20 I, I, minutes I, I, every okay, two I'll minutes. Give three, I'll give you three quick ones, right? He took the he took the sanctions off on oil that Trump put in. He, uh, he halted the pipelines in Dakotas. He stopped the fracking. He stopped the coal. He stopped the shipment of natural gas to, to, to Europe. He did those five things. Those five things are why you and I have a hundred dollar a barrel oil, and and Putin is now instead of losing money every time he pumps a, a barrel of oil, he's making fifty five you know dollars. Brian, we, we, that's Brian, exactly why. Brian, let that guy. I was in Russia. I'd like to have something. Mute your mic, brother. I want one, one second, bro, bro. One second. I'm gonna go to you for, next, brother. I don't know your name, but I know he said Richard, so I'm gonna go to Richard. Thank go you. ahead, Brian, Richard. I was in Russia in 1993 when the Soviet Union was collapsing. And I was around Russians and I was I was there, one of the first American businessmen for somehow I got invited. I went when I went to Russia, uh, uh, American oil companies dropped boxes and boxes of documents about how to sell American products to their oil industry. What I'm trying to tell you is when I was in Russia, what they explained to me is the Soviet Union was not entirely broken up because of Reagan. When I was in Moscow, there were okay, okay. Just stay hey, with bro, me. Stay with me. I will no, but, land but, it. But, but but we don't need a big point about Reagan no, no, right now. I, 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 what I'm trying to tell him is he's wrong. He didn't. Reagan did not break up the Soviet Union. Gorbachev went to South Korea on a visit, and he saw that this capitalist country was way, way. This third world capitalist country was way ahead of him. And he said, okay. this is not working. And he broke up the Soviet Union. Thank okay, you. Yeah, 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 but once again, guys, that happened under Bush 2. I mean, Bush 1. Yes, what it guys... wasn't Reagan's doing at all. Thank exactly. you. I rest, that's, that's I saying, it happened under case. Bush 1. Yeah, and I rest my case. That's what I'm saying. Brian makes so many so many statements about Trump. Like, he's just this almighty, just, just everything so perfectly. And the only thing we remember, from, from my vantage point, he was just trying to make America great in a different way. That's the only thing I remember with Trump. <laughs> you want to keep it 100 now, he wasn't making America. He wasn't making America. No, Trump. Trump wasn't making America great. He was making Americans great. A certain segment. So that's what Trump was all about. Yes. You mean yes. all America great? Then you want me to count the policies and accomplishments? I would be happy to. And they're all on the government website. He he lowered unemployment was at three point five percent. Stock market was at thirty thousand historic high. It was already lowered. Housing for low-income communities was uh, from 41,000 went to 47,000. Uh, African-Americans, Black-Americans, uh, 
homeownership rose by 7% Obama. Trump. Oh um, it was already let me, going let me, up. Let me tell you, they talk, Jonathan, they, they talk about the housing. And that was brought to you for the campaign to re-elect Donald Trump 2024. Get the housing market. The housing market. Nice job. She did a nice job. Well done. You don't even have to be a Republican. Mute your mic. Mute your mic. Mute your mic. Let me tell you something, Jonathan, was so interesting. Nobody. Okay, watch this. Brian. Repeat exactly what she said since she did a great job like it was facts. Repeat no, every perfect. number she just said to it. Miss, 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 I'm not talking to you. Just because, Jonathan, this is my point. Just because she said something positive, Brian automatically said, great job. And he don't even okay, know if it's facts. So, well, 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 let, me, let me tell you what the facts were. No, the, no, um, say it, uh, say uh, it. Uh, 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 housing amongst African-Americans was up by 7%. She failed to mention that uh, African American people of color entrepreneurship was the highest it was ever. It was also uh, a highest employment amongst women. His unemployment rate went down to three point five percent. He uh, he put several billion. I got a question for you. One second. I got a question for you. One second. I got a question for you. I got a question for you and the young young lady. I got a question. Remember, remember, y'all. This is debate the news. So we about to debate. Let me tell you something interesting, and I want y'all to understand one thing, Brian. You're describing the best president that this world have ever experienced in, no. in our... No, wait a no. second, Brian. Brian, Brian, listen. Everything you just described is monumental. He was a lousy president. So I got a question. He was a lousy president. No, no. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. He was a lousy president. If he did all this... No, Jonathan, like you say, sticks and stones may break my bones. Words don't mean nothing. So whatever he said means nothing. What matters is his accomplishments. No, no, if no, he no, did, no. I, I just, Brian, Brian, can I, Brian, can I, oh my goodness. Tell goodness. me how I Brian, feel can about I, the guy. I Brian, think that was a can I just president. finish? Can, no, no, Brian, Brian, can I just finish? Okay, Brian, can I finish? This is all I'm saying. The stuff that he accomplished, forget about how you feel about him, forget about your emotions. The stuff that he accomplished, I don't think I've ever heard facts about the way you guys are talking about one president in my life. So my question to you is this, why the fuck didn't he win re-election? You know, I'll, I'll tell you, because he was a bad president and he was a bad president because he didn't win over the hearts and minds of the people that he was meant Well, then to guess what? If he's a bad president, if he's a bad president, if he's a bad Jerry, president- Jerry, he won, he won the election. Just oh, so you know. wait, a, wait a minute. You, wait, wait, one second. One second. One second. One second. Elfrida, please stop on y'all, Mike, with all these little ad libs. If y'all want to speak on the stage, just say you want to go next. These ad libs are starting to annoy the shit out of me. If you want to speak, I will let you speak. But don't unmute your mic and say two words to mute your mic. That's annoying. Okay, Brian. And um, I can't remember the young lady's name. I love where we're going. This is debate the news. Mister said he won the ele election. Elaborate. Give me an example of what you mean he won the election. So I know there's a lot of debate going on and arguing about whether the election was fraudulent. You know the name of this. Wait, wait, seen, wait. You know the name of this club, right? It's called Debate the News. That's what right, we do. Right. So I have seen. I have seen a ton of videos with my own eyes where ballots were scratched, destroyed, thrown away, rewritten. In my own eyes, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, she, yeah, she got better intel than the, the government. In California, <laughs> my, my, best friend's, my best friend's dad, who's dead for three years before elections, received a ballot because he was registered Democrat. <laughs> so I have seen a lot with my own eyes to not believe this bullshit that is going on. I'm not the only one. Brian, 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 one second, Brian. 
We gotta stop this. I, I'm telling y'all, I'm not, I don't mind. I don't mind like this though. <clears throat> I don't mind like this. I'm just letting you. I don't mind like this. Okay. No, one second, Jonathan. One second. See, now my freaking thoughts is getting thrown off. Okay, the lady that was just speaking. Do you recall any president in your lifetime that was that effective that did not win re-election? One more thing I want to say this. Who has more power, the current president that's running for re-election or the new president coming in? If the, he's the that candidate, the candidate, not the new president, the candidate. I'm sorry, the, the, I'm sorry, the candidate. So if he's that, Jonathan, if he's that god darn smart, and if he got outwitted by Sleepy Joe, even if all this stuff she's saying is true, your game is that weak that you let Sleepy Joe come in and take an election from you? COVID took yeah, it Joe, Joe, COVID Joe, Joe, no, no, Joe was so sleepy and shit. They had to prop him up at his campaign and look good. So that, I mean, obviously, how did he lose? How, wait, if Trump was that great, Okay, and that all all, all inspiring. Okay, no, he was. Uh, and and he didn't bring the people. No, no, no. no wait, wait. Isn't that part of the president's it, job? It, president's that job. Absolutely is. But yeah, and, and it's why okay, so, so, it was his. That was his failure. Is that he did is, not is it, bring the people together? That's but 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 he, but he did. But he but he did bring people from England from the UK like Augustus the the swing on his nutsack. That that that's that's, that's listen, obvious. Listen, that's what he did. The contrast so between Reagan and Trump on his side, and, and Reagan had a very good way that. with people. Reagan had a very good way of uniting people from both sides of the aisle. Trump was polarizing. It was uh, ultimately his downfall. He said stupid things at the wrong time. He was not presidential, which I thought was a good thing, but it ended up, you know, he can't erase some of the things that he said. And, and therefore, uh, therefore, he was ineffective in his overall role as a president. I love many of his policies. We benefited from many of his policies. Do you know what a lot of the experts are saying? A lot of the experts were saying with the way that he talks and the way he kept all this rocket man stuff, the way that he talks, they was act, or the way that he was talking, they were actually saying, damn, if he wins another re-election, if he wins again, he might get us caught up in some drama. But but I know what y'all are saying. No, no, no. That's just, he was calling him Rocky, man. I get it. I get it. Augustus, you feel that Jonathan said something to you and you feel that you did not have a chance to respond because there's so much other talking going on and you didn't get a chance. Augustus, my brother, I'm giving you that chance. Man. I'm giving you that chance to speak. Everybody do me a favor. When Augustus speaks, let him get his, let him land his plane. Go ahead, Augustus. Cool, but I thank you for that. So I find it interesting. The other day we spoke about, you know, Trump calling Putin's move genius. And we actually did a fact check. We listened to the audio. and We found out that in context, he wasn't exactly calling him genius. He was going to explain. No, no, he did call him genius. We did the kind of, no, what are you talking about, bro? No one. You never said it was genius in the way that it's been reported. They're taking one word out of the statement that he made about. And you, you don't use genius when you're talking about a country invading well, another country. It's like, it's like me saying it's like me having a conversation with you on the stage or Jonathan or Jerry on the stage and something gets taken out. Yeah, I, I would never call you genius. No, of course, but it's like me saying what you did then was genius, right? It's not me actually saying to you that you're a genius. It's saying, oh, this is genius, the way that you've done this. It's like I can't argue back on something because it's been done in such a poetically uh, genius manner. And that's, that's what I think people correct. seem to miss. If you listen to the audio, you will hear the man say it in the way he said it, and we actually understand he's not saying it. But I get what you're saying. I see what the media do. They like to take these little words, and people that don't do their due diligence like I got to ask you a question, guys. They're going to get lost in the source. Let me build with you. We're just building. Remember, it's your mic. 
I'm just building with you. Okay, so we're having a debate right now whether or not Trump said something was genius or whether, you know, that's accurate or not. We're putting so much energy in that. Augustus, we played the tape, we played the video or whatever, and we heard it, so we was able to, you know, decipher it for ourselves. I got a question for you, Augustus. Is there anything else that you know that President Trump had said that was way more foolish and crazy than that that a president should not have said? Or, or if we play a video of him saying it, will you just say to us what he really meant was this? Are you going to do that? Because I can pull up. I can no, go. No. Let me say this, Augustus. I no. can go for three hours. I can do a whole segment of playing clips of him saying it. If I do that, are you going to say it was re-edited? Yeah, and but, he didn't say it that but way. I'm not saying. But the thing is, no, because I'm not saying that. That's what, and that's what what I'm doing here now. I'm merely saying, listen to what he said, because it's clear he's not saying what has been reported. Because if you take two words out of a sentence and say, oh, he said Augustus, this and that. I just asked you yes, a question. Gus, l- 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 I just no, no, you, you, you did no. not. You keep talking about that. Okay, no, 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 no. Listen, the, listen, I, I'm asking you a separate question. Let's play a game, Augustus. It's called forget about what he said that time. That's the name of the game. Fuck what Trump said on that particular video. I'm talking about the stuff when he was the president of the United States. Did he say stuff that was racial motivated? Did he say stuff that we, did we heard with our own ear? Or are you going to sit on the stage with 500 people? I'm asking you a question. Did he say stuff that was clearly racially, with racial tension behind it? Or did he say it and you're saying he didn't mean it like that? Which one, Augustus? But I can't answer that question in good faith. Oh, my God. Oh. The answer to the question is no, I will not back it. But I can't answer it because you've misframed us away from what I was originally talking about, bro. So that's no, why no, I'm no, going to get that Augustus, let, 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 let me explain something to you, brother. Let me tell you what I did. I completely went in a different direction because I can. Okay? That's what I can of do. Of course. But then okay? it put me I, in no, a no, listen. Augustus, me in a particular Augustus, way. No, no, no. Let me tell you what you're doing. All I'm doing is having a conversation with you. For some reason, you want to have a conversation about something that you may be right about. Let, I'll give you that. Let's say you're right. So, I, so we're going to say it's Augustus. You're correct about the other video. Let's move past that. I'm asking you, this president that you're not even from the damn country where he's from, that you didn't even vote for him, you don't know shit about him. You got so much love for him that you remix shit every goddamn day in the stage. So I'm asking you this. Have you ever heard anything with your own ears that he said that was bullshit, that was racial intention behind it? That's a yes or no answer. I've heard answer bullshit that. from him. Yes, I've said it many times on this stage. Thank I you. Appreciate you, brother. Response. Welcome to Debate Can the I News. Finish? Welcome Can to I Debate finish? the News. Welcome to debate the news. Go ahead, brother. You're right. So this is the point. He keeps saying things like riding for Trump and all this fucking shit. What I'm trying to say to people is that it's not about Trump. It's about what he stood for, right? And if anybody knows anything about what's actually happening on the planet, you will know that what he did was fucking great. He stood up to the people who were trying to change the world as we know it. We have like gone the people, like years. the people in January six, like bro, the people in January six, he stood bro, up for them, right? Look, he stood up listen, for them, the American, right? Bro, no, the listen, American people, Augustus, the American he, people are the listen, most propagandized no, people listen, on the planet. Augustus, did he stand bro, up for please, those people? Bro. You're right. He did. St- I'm agreeing with you. He did stand up for those people, Augustus. You're absolutely right. Oh, he stood on, up Jerry. for them. 
Yo, he look, stood up for him. For who? What the man is saying. This world. Hey, hey, right hey, now, hey brother, 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 brother. I know what. Versus I know. nationalism, bro. What side are you on? That's exactly it. At the end of the day, are you a globalist? Do you believe in no borders? Do you believe that a country has the right to have its own um, language, culture, and and borders? Right. Like, or do you believe that we should all just be one world and one government and one everybody? You know, just this bland global let me let, let me tell you dj since you asked me a question i'm going to ask you a question okay right now i'm not talking about none of that i'm talking about this thing because we he keep mentioning about what he said in some video so i'm talking about things that he said i'm not talking about no accomplishments right now that's not what i'm on that's part two or part three i'm not on that okay because it gets to a point where it's not about something so good somebody did it can be canceled out with some of the other crazy shit he was saying with the divide that he was doing in the country that's something y'all don't talk about. Okay, so believe me, y'all don't y'all don't know what side I'm on. I'm just saying, you know, that it was some bullshit. Well, but Jerry, anyway, I'll ask you a question. Can I ask you a question, right? Do you think No, that no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot away from me. Let's make it about the uh room now. Ask the after ask the room the question. Let's ask them. All right, wicked. So to DJ's point, this is exactly it. There are you're either a uh, a nationalist in that you love your country or you're a globalist, right? And so with that being said. Do you think that there are people more powerful than the president that might have a vested interest in destroying his reputation if he himself considers himself to be someone who loves their country first, a nationalist? It's almost become synonymous with being a white supremacist if you label yourself a patriot. Why is that? Why is that? Think about it is that. You know, I'll take that question. I'll take that question. It's interesting you said that because what you just said applies to every freaking president. Black, white, brown, don't matter who they are. It's going to always be somebody that has an interest in taking down every president. So that's not limited to Trump, my brother. Yes, I know. But, but every but single then, other... Every hey, single Jerry, other Jerry more importantly, Jerry, wait, one second. More importantly, okay, it applies to what's going on with Biden right now. So I was sitting there shaking part, my head when he said that. And I was like, how fucking dumb could he be? To say that I'm, shit, to use that as an argument, okay, and, and, and not acknowledge... That that's what's happening right now because it's, there's the left and the right. Okay, I don't care about that center but, thing but, 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 because but, people usually falls on the left or the right. So but, how the hell are you going to use that to defend Trump when you just so, defended Biden? So I didn't. So the point hey, is, Gus, like, I gotta say this. I gotta say this, Gusses. I just want to say this. I want to say this with almost 600 people in the room about you. And don't you ever forget this. I actually like you, Augustus. You know why? Because me and you debate pretty well. We we debate very aggressively. But it never gets disrespectful. Of course not. It would never. And if I haven't, if I haven't told you lately, Augustus, fuck you, okay? If I haven't told you lately, <laughs> yeah, fuck you too, Jerry. The thing is, right? Okay, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, right? Again, what you do not seem to understand. Maybe you do. Maybe you're just pretending. Maybe you're playing and you're being coy, right? But what Americans don't seem to understand. The reason why I can speak so fucking with my chest about this is that Americans are the most propagandized people on the planet. And that we see things that you do not. We also have to understand that a lot of the information I'm getting are from American political commentators, people who are neither just on the left or the right, people who interview people on the left and the right. So I've got hey, a very hey, Jerry, hold on. Jerry, you want us to I'm telling you what's crazy, Jerry. This is coming from someone that live one of our little our little brothers and shit, people that we protect, that, that does everything we fucking tell them to do just about. That's he lives in a country that pretty much kowtows to us and does everything we fucking tell him to do. And he's talking about America talking about America, bro. Come on, bro. I don't you that think shit. America you think 
Dude, you need to find out what the city of London, not London City, the city of London does for a living, right? And how much they control the planet, right? You think America, you think England cartels do America? Oh my God. That's how I know, man. No, guys, it's the other way around. It's never, you... Uh, let me ask you a question. It's not that you don't know. It's not that you don't know. Oh, no, let him go. Can I come in? No, DJ, wait, wait, wait. DJ, that's your boy. That's your boy, DJ. No, he's going too far, Derry. Come on, now. Nah, but I'm telling you, you're trying to say that we, we, we wait, we don't wait for you guys, man. That's the kind of that's the kind of mentality that kind of make, gives you guys. Hey, so how, how's the leader that's BS, man? That's BS. You guys don't make a move without us, okay? And you sitting there talking you about You guys us. are part of the fort. You guys man, are man, part man, of the fort. Be quiet, bro. Guys, bro be quiet, man. Be quiet. We protect you guys. We protect you guys. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't protect nothing, bro. Hey, Gus is sound like he can protect. Gus comes to this room every single day and and holds his own. I think he can protect his damn self. Thank you, Augustus. We appreciate you, my brother. And uh, I yeah, me. did you land? Peace. Can, can you can you do what? Can I say something? Oh yes, if if Augustus allows you to, Augustus, can I pivot to him, my brother? <laughs> do your thing, man. <laughs> I just gotta get. Hey, I gotta get Augustus' permission. Go ahead, bro. All right. Good evening, everyone. Um, I I've hey, hey, wait, gonna... wait, I got a question for you, Abby, because I see you flexing your muscle in that in that in that in that picture. It's you got some, You got some little guns right there. I don't want that smoke. But are you are you about to are you about to slap me upside the head with some Trump stuff? No, 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 no. Um, I'm not a Trump fan. Um, first thing I say to Augustus, um, uh, I mean, the day found the facts out, the, the UK, or we in the UK, we follow the US, um, unfortunately, and so does the EU most times. Um, and it's often led us to trouble, um, like we've seen with the problems that we've had with Syria, refugees, etc. So America has a smart policy of starting wars far away from home and often the UK and um, Europe have to bear the consequences thereafter. Um, I was quickly going to say about so, um, Ukraine. Let me respond to that, so I understand yeah. what you're saying and yes, you are correct in that vein, right? In that in that frame, yes, 100%. So if that's where Jerry was coming from and Jonathan was coming from, then I understand what you're saying. But I'm saying behind, oh my God, you have to understand there is power and then there is power, right? And if you understand that there was power behind power, then you understand that it's not really, it's not even that, it's not even really that America or, or Britain have any control. It's the people behind those people. And that's what I'm speaking to. Until you understand that, then everything we're saying is kind of nonsensical because then you would not understand why people support Trump. Because apparently what Trump was doing was that he was standing up to those people. And that is it. That is why you will have people so vehemently riding for Trump, as you say it, because they understand they've done their due diligence and they can see the same thing that we see. We keep saying about this, this, the things that are coming and nobody is listening. We don't say these things because we're trying to ride for Trump. We're saying them because we care about our fellow man and we want people to wake up. That is it. Yeah, but I'm concerned that but you're when he was doing one, one second on you, that, one second you, I'm going to go back to you for a second, brother. Hey, Augustus, there's other little things that also made people don't rock with, with, with him when you say he was, standing up, he was standing up to establishments. Because a lot of the establishments he was standing up to was Trump Plaza type establishments. Okay, that's a whole nother thing. If you want me to take a, about five minutes to pull some data up for you, the way he was trying to turn the FBI, I, I mean, to, 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 to make them, um, um, you know, turn one of his buildings into some other building that he owned. And it, it was a lot of stuff that was going on. But you know what? Grant just came in, so I got to switch up. 
<laughs> no, I get that, but 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 this is the yeah. So look, I'll, you know I'll let why? You Do you know why Trump lost the election? This is Richard. I'd like to wait. Wait, Richard. Back. Richard, wait, wait. There Please. was two guys. There was two guys speaking that didn't land their plane. Let those two guys finish um, speaking. Of course, I was going to. Uh, you talked about Trump, and I think that you're living under an illusion. Um, when people say Trump was against the establishment, you ask yourself how Trump became a billionaire without being part of the establishment. He was just a facade. Um, people wanted to believe in certain things and he represented that and that was it. They were done with him um, when they saw that he pushed things too far. But Trump is the establishment, just a different facet of it. So I understand why you might have that bias and I get it. And I can to some point agree that maybe, you know, there's some things you should question about the individual. But I'm saying what he did do was fight against the establishment themselves so much so that if you actually go back and listen to individuals like Hanan, I'm going to say his name and don't shoot me down. George Soros himself was saying that the Trump presidency will soon become a thing of the past because they did not like him being in power. So I understand that. I get it. And when I say the establishment, I mean the D-part establishment, bro. You think you know what you're talking about, but you have no idea. Hey, and so what, that's country, what, what, country, what country are you in, Augustus? I'm in the United States. Okay. Okay. He's our little brother. He's in the country. He, they, they, they're our little brother. But they follow behind us and they, and they do what we tell them to do. That's I'm just wondering, Augustus, why are you never coming here to talk about your president? Why? Because he's a prick. We already know he's a prick. Hey, why don't why don't you move to the United States? I'm just curious. Uh, maybe I will. You got, go maybe on. I'll come and debate the news in, 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 in the flesh. Yeah, I know why I know why Trump lost the election. If you guys yes. think that if you guys think that Donald Trump was part of the establishment, let him know, bro. Let him know, bro. Hold yes, on. He was. If you think that, you need to go back and watch the Republican debates again. Thank you very much, man. That nobody no done. nobody thought that he was part of the establishment. So wait a second. That has never been done in a hundred years. The Hold brutality that was done in public like that was some of the best tv we have ever seen in this country including million marathon and uh uh, uh this uh debate the news show this new one with this uh don lemon wannabe uh jonathan bean <laughs> yeah, uh grant can you can you show me evidence <laughs> of trump draining the swamp yeah. Wait, Luis is speaking wait Luis, Luis, come close to your mic bro because you sound low come close to your mic so they can hear you loud and clear Luis. okay can you hear me Luis, now come close Okay, go ahead. Grant Cardone, Luis Australia, is having a conversation with you. Go ahead, Luis. Grant, can you show me evidence of Donald Trump draining the swamp? If he'd have drained the swamp, he, he'd have survived it. He didn't get to draining it. It's a very, very difficult thing to do to drain that swamp. So you, agree, so you agree he did nothing but pack the swamp with more monsters? Is no, that what you're agreeing I to? I don't agree with that. It's not an argument about Trump for me, by the way. It's that if you think he's part of the establishment, you, you have not... You're not close enough to the action to say that. You've just been watching TV too much. He became the establishment, Trump. I mean, uh, I called you Trump. There it is. You're not too, not too far from him, Grant. So he became no, the not, establishment, not okay? Trump. Matter of fact, he became an entire Republican. He became an entire Republican Party. No, that's not the Republican Party, by the way. The Republican Party doesn't even like him. Okay. That, that, what are you, you talking about? You that's true. Every Republican that's true. is seeking his, his, his uh, damn near his endorsement. How do you okay? think they're, they're, they're changing laws? They're beating themselves in the future. How do you okay? think the Bush family feels about uh, uh, Donald Trump? They how don't do like think, him, rightfully how so. How do you think the Kerry, the Kerry, the Hines family, uh, John Kerry feels about, which is the Hines uh, ketchup, 
uh, how do you think he feels about uh, Donald Trump? He's a Democrat. How do you think he was uh, a Democrat Mark Secretary Rubio. of State. He was a Democratic nominee for president. He's a Democrat. Romney feel, how do you think Mitt Romney, establishment Mitt Romney feels about Donald Trump? Are you kidding, bro? Donald Trump splintered the, the, the GOP, and he would not have made it had the GOP not had these problems. Anyway. And he became the he establishment. He splintered it, and he became and the establishment. No, listen. He could have easily as run as a Democrat. The only way Donald Trump could have become president of the United States was to move into a party that was already broken and splintered. Right. And that's what happened. He could have easily run as a Democrat. And you, if you looked at his policies, you would not know while he was there whether he was a Democrat or a Republican. So if you blindfolded so Brent, the, the voter. So Brent, name one bill, name one bill that the quote unquote establishment voted against Trump on. Name one bill. Man, man, is my I, mic broken I, I or did I, I, did I one bill that the establishment voted against Donald Trump in his entire I don't, I don't I don't think Grant like he said I don't uh, think Grant's trying it's not a Q and A it's not a Q and A I mean this isn't a dating oh, show okay guys. so you exactly. know, so, oh, yeah no. <laughs> yeah Luis Luis Grant's not trying to Grant's not trying to go there not, with the Trumps that I'm not trying to you're you're trying to make Donald Trump wrong and I'm not I don't really care I mean it it, it, it didn't I just live in this country and pay my taxes. So I'm just observing to you if he was, I'm surprised the man's still alive. That's what shocks me that he even is alive today. He was such a threat to both parties yes. and all people yeah. in power. He disrupted American politics in a way that terrified everybody at the, at the establishment level, at the base level, the guys behind the scenes that run this game. Military has his back. Hey, hey Grant, want, go ahead, brother, it, jump it, in. I know why hey, Donald Trump lost the election. May I say it's Richard? We all know why. I mean, okay, I, I, I'll give a very specific thing that everybody witnessed. He made a very serious mistake with the people in Arizona when he said, I don't think John McCain is a hero. And four years later, he paid with the loss of the state of Arizona, one of the cr critical states he needed to win that election. That's why one of the reasons he lost was what hey. he said. He didn't have to say it. It was a stupid thing politically. I'm just I, saying he did it to himself. That's I, I, appreci I appreciate that, Richard. Thank you for that, my brother. Hey, um, yeah, and thank you, Augustus, and thank you, uh, Holly. Are you trying to speak or you just got your mic unmuted for no reason? Or were you trying to speak, Miss Brooke? You look excited. Holly Brooke. Okay, I'll meet you, Mike, for you. Okay, is there anybody else? Hey, Jerry, can I say something? Uh, bro, of course you can. Yes, bro. What's your name? Yes, brother, Jerry. Alpha right here. Thank you, man. Um, hey, Grant. Hey, uh, Jonathan, brother. Hey, um, you know, one of the main assumptions in the room that I've been hearing is that one of the main arguments is that uh, Trump would have handled this uh, Ukraine, uh, you know, uh, this Ukraine war a lot better. And I'm having a challenge understanding this because why would that why would that be the case if prior to the election of trump um putin had had invested billions and billions of dollars to hack into the election to favor trump um i believe um you know um if trump was uh, had a second term this would have been a lot more uh, a lot worse because obviously trump you know uh we're gonna have to judge him on the domestic side and we're also gonna have to judge him on foreign policy and i think when it comes to foreign policy it's been a debacle uh, I mean, you can just see the way he started his, uh, he announced his campaign uh, to the Muslim ban, uh, to him alienating NATO. 
I mean, I don't know. People are talking like Trump was president like literally 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Trump was president like three years ago, guys. And um, I, he, he would have been a lot worse. Um, I mean, when, when we have to judge him on the, on the domestic policy side, it's totally different. But when it comes to foreign policy, he was a debacle. And I think um, uh, Vladimir Putin would have been a lot more strengthened if uh, Trump um, had a second term. And it would have been a lot more worse, you know. Yep. Um, I was going to say thank you for your um, for your input or your perspective or your view on that, my brother. Thank you very, very, very much. Is there anybody else on this stage that has not had an opportunity to speak? But before I do that, let me see. Where am I at on this stage? Yes. Is there anybody who is not? Anybody who is not? Wait, wait, you got to meet your mic. Wait, wait, you got to meet your mic. You got to meet your mic. One second. Yeah, that's because somebody's coming to the stage with some type of thing. People, do me a favor. When you come to the stage, okay, I'm just going to stop asking and just start putting you all down to the audience. I I, I got to cut. I'm going to stop asking. Uh, yes, it, I'm looking for some people that just came to the stage. I got quite a few people that back channel me, asked me, can I bring them up? I bought you up. So I'm assuming it's because you want to get into the conversation. Uh, so since That I, was me. What of them hey, was me, Jerry? What's your name, bro? Um, my name is Mo Peep from Toronto. What's up, Mo Peep from Toronto? I, I got you, Adrian. I see you, Adrian. What's up, Mo Peep from uh, Toronto? So our, our brother just brought up the Muslim ban, and correct, Donald Trump did bring a Muslim ban, and apparently there was a lot of human trafficking coming from these Muslim countries, and I'm a Muslim myself. I'd rather him ban these people than Obama, Bush, Clinton, Reagan, going to kill Muslim people in Iraq, Libya, Afghanistan, Syria. I'd rather them ban them than kill them. Okay. Uh, I can't speak on that. All I can do is direct traffic. Uh, is Okay, but I appreciate you, my brother. Uh, Adrian, did you want to jump in, Adrian, because you back-channeled me and you tapping your mic. First name, last name. Adrian? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, bro? Flick, flick, flick the whatever's on your shirt. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's going on, man? Um, I I'm trying to be like you, man. <laughs> hey, you got you got on. the best hand? Staying alive, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, um, I wanted to talk about the um, the whole Ukraine situation and how the U.S. plays a part in that. Hey, are you sitting up or laying down in bed? No, nah, I'm sitting up, bro. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, because you sound like my man Yoshi a little bit right there. I just want to make sure you're sitting up because <laughs> you do, you did a little you doing a little slow talking like you in a late night. Um, <laughs> the quiet uh, storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so let, let let let's pep it up a little bit. Go ahead, bro. I got you, bro. Um, all right, now check this. When it came to remember the the withdrawal from Afghanistan when that happened, and the way that it was handled, it was handled very poorly. While a lot of people thought that it was handled very poorly, what happened was when that withdrawal happened, that was basically blood in the water. When it came to China, Russia, and um, um, Iran, North Korea, the other superpowers of this world, right? When they looked at that, they looked at America as weak. It was like, yo, America is weak as fuck right now, right? given the current administration that we have. So that emboldened Putin to do what he's doing right now, right? People must people forget that he did this in 2014 when he annexed Crimea under Obama and Obama gave him a red line and said, look, do not cross this line. Putin did it anyway. 
it was a direct slap in the face to Obama and he annexed Crimea, right? The whole entire time that Donald Trump was in office, I mean, Vladimir Putin didn't do a, a damn thing because Vladimir Putin looked at Trump as a madman. He, he, he looked at Trump as unpredictable. A lot of world leaders looked at Donald Trump as unpredictable, right? His foreign policy was very, very a, a lot stronger than what joe biden hey, is, you right? know brother y yesterday some uh i think it was grant and somebody else said something interesting mm -hmm. they said they said that these people they were talking about you know they looked at trump as a madman uh, you mm -hmm. know th they said that uh i think grant mentioned yesterday that they got permission from biden probably before they even did what they did like in other words they know what they're about to do what do you think mm -hmm. about that bro what do you think I about think it, i think it's what possible. do you but if it's possible, some of the stuff that you're saying doesn't really fit the the narrative, though, because if if these people are really coming together, how do we know that they're really beefing like that? And this isn't just a bunch of world leaders having conversations and making moves that they know they're about to make. What do you do think? People know why, do, do people know why do, why um, Vladimir Putin wants to take back Crimea? I mean, not Crimea, but Ukraine. Why, why don't you tell us? It's because Ukraine is not a NATO is not a NATO nation. Right, NATO has been trying to get Crimea. Now we got you. I, I'm, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna save you from burning the calories. You, you, this must be your first day. We we don't talk about that a thousand times. What you just said. Yeah, right I, there. I've never been here before. Well, we, we we appreciate you coming. How about this? How about you just land for? How, how correct you, misinformation. Wait, what you say, bro? I said, can I correct this misinformation? So go ahead. NATO is not trying to get Ukraine. Ukraine, sorry, um, Ukraine is trying to get into NATO. They applied in 2018 and they were rejected. As long as there's been conflict there, particularly with regards to the Crimea region, um, NATO cannot accommodate Ukraine in. So yes, there's a pretext context here that allows um, Russia to, you know, lay a claim about, you know, them being becoming or getting under siege, but it's not really, um, it's, it's NATO is powerless because NATO can only defend countries that are part of the NATO alliance in terms of sending in troops or fighting specifically, um, but they can only provide support, material support to non-NATO countries. Yeah, absolutely correct. I appreciate you, my And now the White House is paying Ukraine six point four billion dollars. Appreciate you. One second. One second. I'm One second. I'm going to pivot back to if there's anybody on stage that knows any update. If there's any latest news, I'd like to hear what some of the latest is going on in Ukraine with this war that's going on with um with on Russia. But before I do that, I want to thank everybody once again for coming to the room, and I want to thank those. Over 200 people, well, I don't know if it's exactly 200, but I got quite a bit of people that joined in uh, to win those tickets. So once again, everybody, welcome to Debate the News. Welcome to the club. Yesterday, Grant Cardone announced that he would give away 100 tickets. The link is up top to the 10X Growth Conference 2022. That is an exclusive that he's doing in Debate the News to our wonderful people that joined in. Also, he has a Grant Cardone link that just went up for real estate investing for everyday investors. Click on that link, and here are the rules again because we still got a good amount left. All you got to do is follow this club, debate the news, follow Jonathan, Jerry, and for the one that may not be following Grant Cardone, and go to our DMs on Instagram and just put 10x me in. 
10x. Just put 10x in the DM. Follow Jonathan. Follow me, Jerry Malcolm. Follow Grant Cardone and put 10x in Man, the that's DM. A lot. You give people a lot to do, Jerry. There's so many different things I got to do. I feel like I got to get on my knees here in a second and serve. Well, no, you. I want them to lay down too, though. See, see, Grant, you don't need the followers. We do. That's why I'm giving them a lot to do. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, know, I'll tell you what Grant, you tell them what to do. Things to do. Well, when you give people, just for a marketing marketing move for everybody in the room, you guys are all the entrepreneurs out there, when you give people more than one thing to do, they'll do nothing. So, like, you know, a very small percentage of the audience will do th jump through three or four hoops. So give them one thing to do, Jerry. That's why I love Grant. And if you don't mind me No, no, right Grant, now, that's why, I, no, no, I'm going to tell you all something. I got to say this, Grant. That's why I love Grant. Because he's he's doing what Luis says. He's cutting me so he can heal me. Go ahead, Grant. I'm going to listen to you. So Go ahead, what brother. I would do is I would share. Hit that little thing in the bottom left-hand corner. Is that the share or is that the chat? Oh, that's the chat. Yeah, the, the share is the double arrows. Oh, yeah. You see the little twisted arrows? Circulating arrows? What do they call those? The share. The yes. share button? Who calls it that? Jerry, is that a made-up word? Or? That's what they call it on Clubhouse, the share button. That sounds like some Brian Benstock bullshit or Copeland bullshit. So uh, if you guys, when you guys hit that, if, when you hit it, you need to say something very provocative. I'm going to give away, I think we gave away 50 last night. So I'll give away another 50 tonight to our 10X Growth Conference. It's an annual event. There'll be 4,000, 5,000 people in the room and another probably 45,000 people online. It is the number one business conference in the world. I'll give you a seat. Uh, you got to share it and you got to say something provocative. I mean, like you got to be like, there's some sick shit going on in debate the newsroom and you need to listen to this. Shit. This gangster bring the police, the WHO and the CDC. You need to say something crazy to get our attention. Tag Jerry. Uh, tag myself if you want to. You got to decide whether you're going to go clubhouse or Twitter and and then we'll see it when we see it the more i see the more i want to push power to people okay so you guys uh you want you want to get you want power and you want success you float attention to other people that are doing stuff for you like we're doing here every night these guys do this show every night jonathan bean i mean i don't like him but i will listen to him jerry i like him but most of the time i can't stand listening to him <laughs> and, and, and then there's a whole bunch of other people in the room that I disagree with. About half the room I disagree with. Half the room doesn't like me and doesn't disagree with me. But it's all good. We meet here every single night, seven days a week. Is that right, Jerry? Five days a week. Well, for the sometimes, fact that you... sometimes Jerry's a hundred percent and sometimes he's fifty percent. But isn't that just part of being the human race? <laughs> but exactly. So, wait, but yeah, wait, you're always thirty percent, Grant. You're always thirty percent. Jerry's fifty percent is like other people's dream come true. Oh, look so, at Greg. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, you guys, all you got to do is you hit that little button down there. You come to the room. You take stuff. You get entertained. How many of you laugh here? Like every once in a while you laugh at something or you get upset with somebody. That's what this room is. So if you enjoy this, we want to grow the room. We want to grow the room so your friends, your cousins, your uncles, can, can uh, your moms and dads can come to this room and communicate and maybe have an audience. And we can meet people and expand our audiences. Whether you like me or don't like me, or I like Jerry or don't, at least I know him. And I'd rather know somebody I don't like than never had the, the opportunity to decide whether I like somebody or not. So when you guys do that, I'm going to pick 50 people tonight. I'm going to give you a 10X growth conference ticket. We have people that will be paying $20,000 to be in that room. It's a $6 million event. 
That's what I spend to put that event on. It is absolutely phenomenal. And we're making it available to everyone so that you guys can go. If you, if you don't want to uh, take the chance of winning a seat, you can always go to uh, 10xgrowthcon.com, 10xgrowthcon.com and buy a seat. It's only 97 bucks right now. And um, at that link, 10xgrowthcon.com, I think it's, yeah, 10xgrowthcon.com will get you the virtual link. Uh, if not, I'll figure it out. But we appreciate you guys being here, and I'll give 50 of, what, 50 of those away tonight, uh, Jerry. Okay, appreciate you, Grant. You know, yeah, I had, see, look at your shares going up now, Jerry. See, see what happened? It did, but you know what? I, I had the 10X Growth Con link up, but we have the Cardone Capital. But, but, Do you want... See, that's where they buy a ticket, Jerry. That's where they buy a ticket. Cardone Capital is your sponsor tonight. Uh, by the way, 10X Capital, for all you guys out there who want to know what that is, uh, is... I created a I created a portal, a way for everyday people to invest in the highest quality real estate that you can buy in America. 10xgrowthcon.com. This is the best real estate a person can buy. It's what institutions, the big, big major uh, establishment institutions. I'm talking about the Blackstones, the biggest uh, MetLife, New York Life, the biggest companies in the world use these uh, types of real estate that I buy. And rather than me going to New York Life or Blackstone and get my money, I allow everyday investors like Tira, uh, Daphne, Jerry, Rhett, Mary uh, to invest with me. Like me or don't like me, I know how to make money in real estate. So CardoneCapital.com is your sponsor every night here at the greatest show anywhere on Clubhouse. Debate the news with Jerry Malcolm and Anderson Cooper. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, that Mr. Is, that Cardone. Is the black Anderson Cooper, Jonathan Bing. And he's on the phone, so he he missed his, his other his second name. Thank you, Grant. Appreciate you. Love you for that, my brother. So y'all heard it, y'all. So and thank you for the lesson and that marketing one on one. So appreciate you. Anybody else want to jump in? I do. And, and let that wait one second before you say one second before you say you do. I just need a moment of silence for like 10 seconds. Let that breathe. 10. Yes. Grant, I, I just gotta say this. I just gotta ask you this. We have 10, we have the 10X growth conference up top right now. Okay, so that's the one, just so we clear. Is that the one where they buy the tickets for those that want to buy yeah, it? The one look, that's up right be, now. If you want to guarantee yourself a seat at that event, you get the you get the the event live. The, the Friday morning on March 25th, the speaker that takes place in the first hour, I promise you, we we, have, we announced none of our speakers. I've had everybody from John Travolta, Floyd Mayweather, Dana White, uh, Kevin Hart. If you look up 10X Growth Conference, we've done six of these, okay? I've had the biggest speakers in the world on my stage. This year, the people that are going to be on our stage, we have not announced one speaker. The speakers that will be on our stage will be the biggest names in the world and the whole world will talk March 25th. You will want to be there because they're going to talk about who shows up at this event. Okay, cool. Appreciate you. So who's, the, who, who's, who's some of the biggest names in the world, Jerry? Like who would that be? Grant Cardone and um, Donald Trump would be a big name. What's another big name? Chuck Warren Biden. Who? Chuck Norris. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. No, yeah. Vladimir Putin. Elon Musk. Yeah. Tony Robbins. Elon. Elon. Vladimir Putin. Jack Who said Putin? No. You know what? We Not had, the Kardashians. We had Putin on the list, but 
One second, everybody. Grant, Listen, Grant, everybody. You need L Jack Ma on the stage. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But that's the kind of names you guys. You guys have hit some of these names that we're interested in bringing to our conference. It is the biggest names in the world. I'd like to see John Legere hit the stage with you. That would be cool with you guys on, on Clubhouse all the time. And John actually showed up. That would be pretty cool. I've asked John. I've asked John. I've asked John, but John bitches out on me every time. Wouldn't it be great to see yeah. Grant put a, take him off the stage like he does here on Clubhouse? <laughs> take him off put the him stage. In the audience. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. All right, guys. So, look. Mute his mic. Here we are. Debate, debate the news. So let's see. Where are we, everybody? Is there anybody who want to jump in? There's a lady that tried to jump in. Grant, you have a sizzling mic. There you go. There's a lady that wants to jump in. What is your name, miss? Lady, lady, lady. Okay. I don't I'm going think to go. it was a lady. Hey, I think Marcella, me, maybe. <laughs> Hi. This is Marcella. Uh, no, I'm sorry, brother. If it, I'm, I'm going to go to the guy first. Go no, ahead, ladies first, man. My mom raised me better than that. Hey, hey, bro, bro. I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go to you first, then I'm going to go to the lady. Okay, cool. Go, go, go. Um, so I just I just had a quick uh, statement. I wouldn't say it's like any really news, but I was just saying this. Um, everybody knows history repeats itself, and you know, empires fall. Do, does anybody know or believe if you know the United States may fall within the future? You know, hundred years, fifty years, anything like that? <laughs> Hell no. Wait, no, 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 no let me give, let me get my guy, crystal ball, my man. The guy running China believes that America is in the West is in decline. West believes that what's going on right now is proof of that. Yeah, I mean, a yeah. fact of the matter is inflation was running rampant in uh, ancient Rome, I mean, in uh, in the Roman Empire, and that's part of its own demise. And so what do we have here? You know, we have the government here saying that we have 7.4%, you know, consumer price index. Hey, yeah, bro, like hey guess, guess what's doing good right now, though? Guess what's doing what's good? Take a take, take a big guess what's doing really good right now. Take a guess. Mm, materials. Real like estate. Real estate. Real estate. Real oh, estate. Sure, real sure, estate. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, but but yeah. to compare to modern now. but to compare like modern empires back to like even Roman empires, there's huge differences. No, I was just example, making a correlation exactly. on inflation. That's it, man. I don't want to I wasn't making yeah, a big but, statement. But, but even even with the inflation thing, like if you understand modern monetary theory. The fact that this country has the largest military, so and a printing press and a sovereign nation, like we can, we can, our money is worth whatever they say it's worth, and it's backed by the military. So all that inflation talk, that shit is just talk, man. Because if this country says our money is worth this amount, who's gonna say it's not? Yeah, we got the best. Old currency, China. The China. Hey, hey, Jerry, yeah, you're asking for news on your like. Because the dollar is the reserve currency, that means a lot. Gold is coming. Hey, hey, D DJ, whatever. Whenever you speak, bro, I, I don't even try to think about if you're speaking facts. Because the way you speak, it sounds like everything is facts. So I need somebody to debate this, <laughs> man. Because I don't even. Hey, DJ, I don't even try to debate you. I got yeah, a question. I mean, it's, just, all right. it's, just, it's just. I just think. Isaac, like, Isaac, Isaac. One sec, Isaac. Do you agree with everything he's saying? No. Well, speak on it, Isaac, because he sounds so so intelligent to me, but I'll let you speak on it. All right, so I have a question, especially in prior military. Um, what do you mean by, I want you to back up your statement a little bit with the uh, the military being our, uh, with our, okay. when it comes to our money. Okay, so check Before this I ask out. my other question. Say, say, we was a, a, say we were a gang, and we went borrowed money, and we were the largest gang in the city. And we went and borrowed a whole bunch of drugs on consignment by a smaller a gang. When that smaller gang comes to collect, 
because we have all the guns and the men, how can they really collect? Because I can just say, you know what? Fuck you. Come take this money back. And this is what America does because we have the biggest guns. Like, you know, Mao Zedong, one of, one of Mao Zedong's quote was, power comes out of the barrel of a gun. And that's so true. Like, when you have all the muscle in the world, you can bully everybody. Isaac, that, hey, Isaac, that, that uh, one second. Isaac, yeah. I'd like to hear you. See what I, hey, Isaac, you just witnessed what I just said, bro. Now, now we got we got to see how you address that. All right. So just because you have the biggest of everything does not mean you're going to nobody can take you out. There is always somebody smarter than you in the room. And being that said, yes, I do get that. We do have the biggest military. But did you know when it comes to submarines, China is destroying us? <laughs> yeah, OK, with with. Man, Isaac, what the hell are you talking about? Range. And I can go ahead and talk. Somebody say something. What's up? No, no, I, I muted him. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, brother. Okay, cool. So, for our, as many subs as we have, they beat us three to between three to four out of one for each one. They also have underground chambers right now that we found that they actually have that they they're building up their own seat, supposedly secret uh, submarines. Yes, I get it. They're not where they need to be just yet, but they are going to get there. Now, well, when I, it comes to technology, hold on a sec. What, what's, what's up before I Wait, go one second, go brother. Ahead. One second, brother. One second. Hey, do me a favor. Moderators, moderators, li li listen real carefully. Somebody keeps bringing people to the stage, and you, you guys are bringing people to the stage that has zero followers, and every time they come to the stage, they're leaving their mics unmuted, and they just disrupt the stage. Moderators, I'm going to ask you a really, just a real request. Please let me bring everybody to the stage. Just do me a favor and do not utilize moderator badge except for joining the conversation. That's all I ask you to do. Please do not mod anybody and don't bring anybody to the stage. They're disrupting the audience. Go ahead, my brother. Go ahead and finish. All right, I'll end this plan real quick. And, I, and anybody wants to do a rebuttal, please feel free. All right, yeah, so now. Go ahead, brother. Landry, go ahead and finish. So, bro. so. Again, just because you have the, the best technology, there's always going to be somebody smarter than you. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be build something better. Now, when it comes to technology, for me personally, there are a few countries that can actually go ahead and hack, do different things like that. But the reason is that I believe that America is still falling behind with technology is because we have so many, we have so many people, we have so much legislations, we have different things that are constricting some of the technology we have. Yeah, we do have the social, we have all that stuff, but there's gonna be things that, that are being created and still being created that we're not ready for, for in America. It's just, it hasn't happened due to the fact that certain certain things has been put in place yet for those other countries. So do you think, do you think America really discloses all of this weaponry like, do you think we know it? Like, because you were talking about- Oh, no, stuff. I definitely know, for a fact. We don't know. Well, even the stuff, some of the things I can't still say to this day, and I've been on for seven to eight years, I still can't say some of the stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I remember America had hypersonic missiles in, in, in the 70s. They just, We just now knowing about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like anything, let me say this, anything that you say that it has been out, I can agree and say that. If it hasn't been out, I can't say anything. Nor can I say it's. How about yes some or type no. of how about some type of sonic boom weapon? 
<laughs> we do got that. We also got. We also have radiation guns. Now. So, and so you know oh about God. remember radiate. So remember no, in the so first literally two thousand nine. Remember in the first Isaac. I want to ask you one, one one second, DJ Isaac. I want to ask you a question, and then we're gonna DJ. We're gonna open it up to some more people because I got a lot of new people on the stage. Isaac, I just want to ask you a question, and this is just your opinion. I'm asking you. Okay. How do you think this is gonna play out with Ukraine? Do you think that it's going to be um, let's let's say if Russia accomplishes what they want by way of taking a certain amount of area, do you think they're going to the U.S. and its allies, NATO, are going to allow that to remain or do you think they're going to do something drastic to to push it back? What is your opinion of how that's going to play out? I'm 50 50 for that one, to be honest with you, because if. If they if Russia can create a deal with the U.S. to be able to get what they're trying to get, I can see them acting, acting again, acting like, you know, oh, we're not going to let you do this. We're going to take this part of control so you don't look like this. But also, America, sometimes we just we we just a big bully sometimes, to be honest with you. Like, nah, we just want to just take all what you got. We're going to go ahead and take over Ukraine and we're going to put a McDonald's over there and call it a day. Let me ask ask Isaac a question really quick, man. Um, if I can. Of course you can, Mister Mister. Um, oh, hey, how you doing, Mister Anthony? What's up? What's up, brother Isaac? Okay, I, I just had a question for you. When did you serve in the Navy, and what did you do? Operations, weapons, and navigation. Okay, so you know beyond a reasonable doubt that there's some thing you you know that we the reason why we're making our ship forces lean is because we don't fight like that anymore. Correct. So when you, so, so, so when people think about equipment, that is not the way warfare is fought. Now we're fighting, we're, we're, we're fighting a techno, a technological war. So if you got a big ass ship in the ocean, don't you think that it will be seen even from the top satellite will be able to pick up It's very, very difficult to hide ships. So the issue that we have right now is not, you know, how big and how powerful our ships are, is the jamming of the equipment that's flying. So airfare and all of that stuff, traditional warfare, you know, who has the biggest gun, who can shoot the furthest, that's old because the the, the chips and everything else, who's controlling the chips is how we're going to fight in the future. So if you got a big ass ship with 6,000 troops on there and they're, and they're rolling, and they, they, they shoot a drone into the ship and it blows the ship up because it, it was picked up, then we just lost, uh, uh, you know, hundreds of, uh, you know, two billion dollars of of uh, of weaponry because we're seen. So the the race to the the um to get the satellites up is the way warfare is going to be fought. So th- why do you think that Elon Musk has a returnable rocket? Y'all better wake up, man. <laughs> Preach. But yeah, it's Bye. more of an intellectual warfare hey, than anything. It's going to stay that way, and it's going to be. It's going to be a crazy war and it's going to be more of hacking versus all this uh, warfare with guns. But you know what I fear? I fear the most that our government will allow a country like China to get a win so so we can justify destroying them. And that can happen where like like say China like was to like bomb the shit out of New York some type of way. Our government will sit there and let that shit happen so we can be in a war for the next 30 years, just like they did with Pearl Harbor. If people allege that they knew those flight, that they knew that squadron was on its way and they did nothing because it justified us getting into that war. 
Hey, they you know what? You know what, you know what Anthony? One second. Anthony, Anthony Glenn. Anthony. Mr. Glenn? I'm here, brother. Hey, could you imagine? And somebody gonna probably think this is minor. Could you imagine if somebody was able to control somebody's internet? Bro, imagine Jerry, you think you you think you think too intellectually, man. It, you know, people are thinking, oh my God, all of these, you know, the troops and no, listen, that who is controlling the internet? Who who has the data? Who's controlling the data? Those are the people who's gonna be running shit in the future. You're right, Jerry. That would be that would be unreal. Can I elaborate? Just, quick? just yeah, like oil, Anthony, just like oil, Anthony. Now it's data. You know, um, you know, you guys are talking into the past and to the future, which is really cool, and it really captivates the imagination. But Jerry asked for a little bit of news earlier before the commercial break with Grant about what's going on with Kiev. Well, hey, let me get I'll dramatic there first. If you want. Let me get dramatic first before you do it. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Go ahead, bro. All right. Well, go ahead. Obviously, in the last hour. Um, in the UN, the uh, Russia. <laughs> Sorry, I can't act like a real fucking anchor. Anyway, <laughs> UN, uh, <laughs> in Russia, uh, Russia actually vetoed, you know, the the declaration of deplorable war in the UN that just happened in the last hour. And we're talking out, we're talking out to like, you know, future warfare and stuff. But if you look at the Ukraine right now, um, from like wait, 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 Twitter, wait, wait, you gave yeah. some data. Did you did you stop? Cause you you gave a data, then you start going back into your into your into. Okay, I, I kind of missed it because you said something, but I didn't know if the, all of that was part of it or just part of it was part of it. I don't know, brother. But no, ahead, I was just saying that they, you know, they they had a vote in the UN, and uh, you know, Russia vetoed um, the the declaration of deplorable act of war. So, anyways, that's news. But um, sorry, just a, just you know, a, just to follow on to that, most worryingly. Okay. Um, three countries abstained from that vote. They were yeah. India, they were UAE, and guess what? China. That's a really good. Well, Wait, what's the what's the sense. guy's name? What's the guy's name? They just said that. Yeah, it's David. Because David sounds like the real anchor. He does. Man. He has his voice <laughs> and everything. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, David. I appreciate that. But so, David, jump in, jump in after he's after he lands and elaborate on that a little bit, David. And what is this? Did somebody just send me an uh? The hacker group Anonymous hacked the Russian Foreign Ministry. Okay, that's go a, ahead. So, somebody check out that one. Damn, because they, uh, they, they hacked they hacked the, R, the RT website. One, 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 one second, brother. One second. If somebody can uh, give me a little data, if they can do a little research on that and see what's going on with this Russian Foreign Ministry got hacked and what went on with the hack. Uh, okay, so Look, go man, ahead. I just uh, want to speak real quick to what I to the room title and and what I think is happening here. And, you know, a lot of people are, I feel like a lot of people are kind of blind or just maybe in denial that Russia really wants to take Ukraine. I mean, Ukraine is heavily, heavily rich in resources. Like they're one of the biggest, I mean, I could just rattle off name, names. But what, else, what else could the but reason listen, be? Who's th blind to that? No, I get it. But, well, some, sometimes people are like, well, it's, when they, it's about NATO or sometimes people are about, you know, they don't want nuclear missiles on their borders and all that. And you hear this kind of, uh, you hear this kind of rhetoric, but I think it's more, it's more simple than that. I mean, uh, Russia is kind of inconvenient geographically. I mean, they do have gas and they do and natural gas and oil, um, but, you know, Ukraine's pretty bountiful. So what I think is happening right now is, um, you know, currently is that they're trying to go for the jugular. Uh, either way, they want to take over the country. If they can do it by a death by a thousand cuts, they will. But right now, they're doing it like for the jugular. They're trying to kill the president. They have 
you know, they're, you know, it's been reported that they're actually Chechen rebels um, that are in the forests in Ukraine. Um, and they have like playing card, a whole deck of playing cards uh, that has all the heads of state that they need to kill. So that's like serious guerrilla warfare. And um, it's, you know, it's about as conventional as a war can get, you know. Um, and, you know, I appreciate you letting me have the space, but I mean, he, I think the dude's going for it. I think it's pretty obvious. And I think a lot of people want to think, well, he's going to, you know, he's just trying to do this or like he's monkeying around or something. And I'm like, at this point, if we th think he's monkeying around, I mean, what are we even, what are we even talking about? I'm landed, bro. Can I come in? Go ahead, uh, David, or whoever want to jump in, the mic is yours. Go ahead, brother. All right, so on Anonymous, um, earlier this morning, um, the hacking group Anonymous had hacked um, Russian, several Russian websites, the government website, the Ministry of Defense, and exposed some of their um, very personal data and promised to um, carry out more attacks on Russia in response to the invasion of Ukraine. Um, and that just ties in with some of the previous discussions about where that warfare is going to. I think that even as we pontificate about whether, you know, it's Russia or the U.S., um, actually real power lies in the hands of those that are Hey, hey, brother, brother, I'm going to need you to do me a big, big favor, bro. You got to understand, when you come to a big stage like this and we talk about debate the news, you got to speak up a little bit with your, vo your, your, your inflection of your voice has to come out a little bit more. Unless, okay. I mean, so can you hear me better now? Yeah, but you sound like yeah. you're serenading somebody on stage, though. You sound you like the quiet storm, storm, Jerry. Uh, okay. Exactly. Uh, hold on a second. I just get off my earpiece. Oh my same, um, well, while he's getting his mic together, I will tell you this, Jerry. Uh, you know what we're doing right now? We're collecting data. One thing that I do know is that Ukraine's um, Ukrainian um, 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 troops are catching catching Russians, you know, and interrogating them. That shows that these guys are not fucking trained, man. <laughs> you know, it it gives a it gives an example. They're shooting down airplanes and doing all types of other stuff for. Uh, um, a military that small, you can you can tell that they're they don't have the ability to fight. You're talking you know, about they still fighting the old way. You know, it, yeah, Russia, Russians, the Russians. Do we nice, have any man. idea as far as an estimated casualty count? Just an estimate, because there's no way we can know that. The president of uh, the president of Ukraine said, "Go ahead, go ahead, Anthony." It, right now, the the um, earlier today, it was 170. Um, civilians killed uh in ukraine that's what they reported that's pretty low for world war three it's on it's only yeah, just started on, it's only just it's ramping not, up bro it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna it's, get it's, real it's, fucking it's, nasty wait until the ukrainians start shooting from their fucking windows then you're gonna see some nasty shit yeah y'all 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 are amazing that's pretty for world war three it just got started the other day let's hope that it does not turn into world nah, war that's facts yeah, you know what's hurt. interesting let's... about those titles, though? You know, World War One and Two wasn't that into like that's what the historians labeled it. Like there was no official World War One and World War Two. Like it that it was named that after the fact. Hey DJ, don't 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 come at me for what I'm about to say. Um, but I just gotta I gotta be I gotta do my Jerryism. Are are you ready? Are you sitting down? Because because you're you're a very powerful guy. I need you to sit down because it's gonna come as a shocker what I'm about to say to you, DJ. Yeah. You're not qualified to say what happened in World War One, because whatever data said that 
and you take it as not fact, the data that you have to say otherwise may not be fact also. Even if you got a kinfolk that told you something different. That's all I'm trying to say, DJ. We don't know, brother. We don't know because we weren't there. Yeah, that's a fact. One of my favorite historians always say, which is John Henry Clark, he always says the thing about history, if you wasn't there, you don't know what the hell actually happened. You can only speculate. I had to hit you with DJ. I had to hit you with that, my brother, because you you sounded so convincing. No, I just know the label to... of World War One and Two. All that stuff happens when when people commentate on on the stuff. The world was at war, and there were different operations. It's just like Hurricane Nancy. Was it really Nancy doing a hurricane? That's just a title, bro. <laughs> yeah, but you want to know what's interesting about today? <laughs> like, we DJ, can be there. DJ, DJ, that was a good one, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, but, hey J- DJ, J- uh, Jerry, we might not have been there back in the World War II or World War One, but the the, th- the interesting thing about where we see ourselves today is that we can be there, and that's kind of one of the most amazing things. And I'm completely fascinated watching, you know, this these people, these real people on on the internet who are getting who are fighting and taking the fight to the Russians. I mean, are is anybody else just kind of like? fascinating gobsmacked over like seeing people getting ready to fight and dig in yeah. and hearing have you guys heard of the ghost of kiev have you heard this story you i think i think that there's a risk that we are also sort of insensitive um, i think jerry said something earlier um for everybody that dies in ukraine that's a needless soul that's lost yeah, yeah i'm not, and I'm, not so my man. We, I'm just saying it's even when we talk about there. power and our experiences we have to also respect the fact that, you know, due to certain people's egos and um, the imaginations of a few people, innocent lives um, are being. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, well, hey, I, hey, okay. no, one second. Abby, 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 I'll meet your mic, Abby. That was a mistake. Abby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Abby, I can Abby, hear you. Abby. Abby. Hello. You know what, man? I thought that was Augustus. Abby, finish saying what you're saying, Abby. That was, I just muted you by mistake, Abby. Okay, and I was just um, saying we, you know, it, it's it's almost like we become desensitized to to these things. And my, I've got a neighbor here in the UK, my next door neighbor. Um, he's Ukrainian, and I've had to, you know, stop by his house today. Um, we're not like Americans; we don't talk too much to our neighbors in the UK. But yeah, um, I'd had I'd, I'd stopped over at his place today just to find out how he was doing and he was telling me about his family hey are you um, are you are you in america right now no no i'm in the uk i'm in the united well, kingdom how, how, how do you know how the americans talk you say we're not like the americans but how do you know how the americans are you're not here in america i've got family in the u.s um and um i'm quite i'm widely read so i'm actually a professor at university um but no, yeah i don't i don't talk to my neighbors well, Jerry, Jerry, my name is come by and see me every morning for breakfast. Generally, Americans <laughs> are more interactive. I mean, I, hey, I, hey, I, have, uh, I have, yeah, hey, uh, I'm was essentially. I coming, was I coming off insensitive? I'm just kind of curious. You know? No, 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 bro. no, no, I'm just no Eric. You know? No, I wasn't having a go at you. I was just saying that um, even when we discuss, you know, leadership, the role that America plays, etc., we've always got to remember that in the middle of all this is the innocent people that are dying. And and when we talk about World War One or World War Two or Three, and um, I guess the point that DJ was trying to make was uh, perhaps with World War Two for the first time you had people from Africa and different colonies going to fight Europe's war, even though history doesn't give them enough credit in all of that. So in some ways 
every part of the world was involved, particularly when the Americas became involved as well. So it, it, it was perhaps one of the first times where every significant um, continent on the planet was involved in a war that was going on. Um, the risk with Ukraine, um, if I can quickly add, is is or the risk with Russia now that did not exist at that time is the threat of nuclear warfare. And that's perhaps why NATO is very reluctant to start anything because P Putin has blatantly said or threatened to use nuclear weapons if provoked. So if you start a nuclear warfare, um, that means that, you know, that's the end of peace as we know it. We're all going to get conscripted um, and we'll probably just die because we haven't really got a chance against mm -hmm. nuclear warfare. Hey, hey Jerry. Please, I mean, did, he, did, wait, wait, did Putin Abi, I have a question for Abi. One second before y'all go into I, I want to let y'all know that we're also open to have a conversation about the CDC dropped the mask mandate and what whatnot. Oh, so you guys feel feel free. Oh, damn, my old God with that. <laughs> they do not want to talk here about that. Here we go. Here we go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What does here we go mean? Because I mentioned something about that. I don't. Wow. Okay. We won't talk about COVID. Boy, Way you go, Jerry. COVID exigent. You actually in stage why, why left. Did, why did they drop the mask, Jerry? Why did they drop the mask, by the way? Uh, because I think they looked at the data. That's what I'm going to assume. They looked at the data, and the data says it's not needed. Oh, yeah. Just like, just like, go ahead, Grant. So, no, go, I'm listening, I'm listening. It's like, not mean, needed, but they need four yeah. boosters. What'd you say, yeah. Deb, Debbie? Speak on it, Debbie. Debbie. Hit it, Debbie. My mic. Debbie Sorry, say my what? mic wasn't on me. Debbie does the CDC. Oh. Go ahead, Debbie. Debbie, why'd they drop this, the, the mask mandate? Well, I'm confused because I thought masks worked and why are they making people get a fourth booster shot if, um, you know, we don't need masks anymore? Who's making somebody get a fourth booster? Who's making that happen? They mentioned it today. So they're going to make about, people go get it? Hey, and how about the five-year-olds? Yeah. Who's being made to do it, though? What do you mean Israel. who's being made the healthcare worker? You're like saying that. they're being made to do it. Who is the being made? What do you mean, like workers. policemen? Like uh, uh, military? Like They teachers? mentioned it today. Absolutely. I thought you? the fourth booster was for people who are at risk, not the whole millions population. Millions of people have been made. Millions of people. Turn on the recording, goddammit. Millions of people have been made to do this. Tens of millions. Military haven't had this up yet. They almost, Don't let they, almost yes, yes. so, they almost made Jerry do it, but they were going to take his jump rope away from him. <laughs> oh, Grant, if, wait, if, they, if, they, if they decide I can't jump rope, I would have had to take the damn shot. I, I want to see that. Grant and Jerry in a double dutch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's going to happen gonna, on stage. That's going to cost you a lot of money, my brother. No, we'll do it one day for you. We'll do it for free one day. Hey, but you know what? You guys are laughing about it, but there's somebody in this audience that is literally talking to her loved one saying, baby, if we'd have just waited longer, we probably wouldn't have had to get that shot. There's some people that really felt they had to get it. And somebody saying, oh, you're not forced to take it. Well, for the person who don't have no milk or, 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 or don't know where the next check is going to come from, they probably was really encouraged to take it. So I feel sorry for those of you that took it and maybe two months from now, it's going to be not required anywhere. So I feel bad for you. Aren't so, they still alive? Don't, don't feel bad for us, Jerry. I, I took it three times, and I don't, I don't feel, I don't, I don't even have a headache. But back one to second, the one second, one second, Jack. 
man. Back, what are you saying? Back to what? Back, back yeah, to that's back to re- information right there. That guy saying that vaccine cured all his headaches. He didn't say that. Yeah, he did. Gra- Grant, Ch- wait, Ch- Grant, Grant, I did not say that. I said, what did you say? I took the vaccine three times, and I did not have a headache. So I'm fine. That's what I said. You, I took you, you, it. You're correlating. You're correlating though. You're correlating the the vaccine with your headaches. With having headaches, you didn't have a headache. No, I think no, he's saying he's had no side effects. No, we know what he's saying. Yeah. Jack, exactly. Jack, I got oh, a question oh, for you. I didn't know. I didn't know you were saying you had no side effects. Well, yeah. English is that difficult, Grant? <laughs> no, he no, Jack. Yes. Jack, I got a listen, brother. Go ahead. Did you? Were you? Did you take it because of your job? No, I own my company, and I go. I do whatever I, the f I want to do. I took what it because you, what, I took it because my best friend and cousin was one of the first person who died of COVID. He was forty-one, leaving two kids. I took it because I had my mother-in-law, rest in peace. She died in October. She had uh, cancer, and I felt the need to protect her. I took it because my wife has asthma, and I took it because I don't want to get the COVID and go and take the ICU bed. Meanwhile, the people who have other ailments could go and use those beds. I took it for myself and to protect others. See, see, that's common sense. That's common sense right there, and I want to tell you, I just... I appreciate that you have four or five good, solid reasons to go take it. Congratulations that you use common sense. I Smart thank man. you for saying that because I I, I, right, had no, I had no comment for him when he said that. I was like, what can I say? Because you, he sounds completely different. Jocks, you're new to the room, but we usually hey, have a Jerry, com- Jerry, that's different than my wife made me take it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's different than I took it because of Dr. Copeland. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not a that would be also, foolish. Also, also, I'm in Germany. Before I took it, and let me tell you this, way before people started being anti-vax and all of that, I have been fighting Big Pharma, and I have email to prove it. Jerry, I can send you an email. They came to my country of birth, Cameroon, and the, com- the company is called Gilead. They went over there and had people go they were doing a test of hiv drugs and they had people uh, prostitutes go ahead and do it without pre- uh, preservation and then uh, they, they got sick i emailed them that was in 2005 i have the email to support it i told them that i wanted a report they called me within 15 minutes to start it babbling and all of that the only reason that I didn't go forward with that is because I didn't have one case of the person that actually got uh, into that study. Those people came way later, that means 2012 uh, and, and so on. But at that moment, I was going to take them to Supreme Court in the United States and to hold them accountable. And that's the reason why when the vaccine came, I was very hesitant. But I talked to all the head doctors here in Germany, and I had one of the professor here. He re, uh, he leads one of the biggest. Uh, yeah, yeah. We need a Germany. trailer here, not the whole movie, brother. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when he took it, and he told me I could take it, then I took it. And for my children, five and seven, I said no. 
I'm with him. You, you know what? Hey, hey, I, I may remix my statement after what he just said at the end. He said, and when he took it and told me it was okay, I took it. So I, I, I was rocking with you at first till you said that last part. So when he took it and he said it was okay, I took it. I hear you, brother, but I appreciate you either way. Thank you. What is, is there anybody on the stage right now? And if you're in the audience, raise your hand. Is there anybody on the stage that will be 100% honest, honest and say, if I'd have known that they're going to lift this mandate, I wish I wouldn't have took the vaccine. Is there anybody on the stage? If so, state your name. I'll That's say it. Mark days. Okay. Mark speak on it. Yeah. I'll make it brief. Um, you know, there was a lot of, fear mongering going around and things of that nature. I had came in contact with a couple of people. I knew that I actually ended up getting sick at one point. So I went ahead and took the vaccine. I talked to my wife about it and we both got it. Uh, we refused to let our kids get it because we wanted to make sure that, you know, it doesn't do anything to us or whatever the case may be. So long story short, I took it. And, uh, you know, in retrospect, when I think about it, um, I'm not sure if I actually needed it. So I may have made a different decision, real plain and simple. Did you feel anything, any type of nausea, headache, uh, bruising, anything when you took it or, or zero? It's so nice to hear it for refreshing to hear something I had, to be um, about it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. You had what? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, so loud and clear, Mark. So I, that, You're making a lot of sense. Uh, appreciate it. So there were definitely some negative ramifications on the second go round. The first round wasn't bad at all. Um, I didn't really feel anything, but the second shot, um, it, it put my wife down for a few, I felt pretty bad as well. And I should have went down, but I didn't, obviously I got a family to take care of, so I couldn't go down, but it was pretty bad, but, um, it, it went away within a few days and I was okay after that. Okay. Appreciate I, it. I, I've had two doses. Um, we offered the third dose in the UK, but I haven't taken the third dose. Um, I don't regret taking the vaccine because um, initially my understanding was that I was supposed to help prevent COVID for some reason. Um, even my partner, my mom have had COVID um, recently and they were you, well. You, you do know that was wrong, right? You said it was supposed, so you, when you took it, you took it because yeah. you thought it was to, to prevent COVID. Is that what you just said? Well, initially, um, my understanding was that, you know, it would help prevent, um, what's it called, contacting COVID. And subsequently, obviously, I have followed the research and it suggests that that's not the case, but it helps to minimize the risk of, you know, serious okay, illness. I, I have a question for you. When you first yeah. took it, did you get some data from somewhere or some type of adverse um, advertisement? Was there some data that led you? To, well, of course it was. That's why. You, if, if yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do read a lot. So I read, like I said, I'm a, I do research. So um, from the onset, I, I do my research. I read all of the journal papers um, and the initial um, prognosis was that it would it would but help, you don't, but stop. you don't regret it, Jerry. No, 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 I don't regret it. But yeah. I haven't taken the third dose because I have simply said, um, if all it does is to stop me from being seriously ill, um, I am young, I obviously exercise, right. go to the gym, eat healthy, um, then it Got doesn't you. add much value to me, and so Got I haven't you, taken the third dose. I appreciate you, Jerry. Go Jerry, you know what, Jerry? I'm watching the news right now back to the Russian conflict because that's what the people in the chat are saying. Um, and thank you for the 200 people that have shared this room. I'm considering all of you for 10X. So make sure you share the room with that little double circulation share button, tweeter, zip zap thing, and say something provocative. Uh, but Jerry, I wonder if this was being, if this was happening in America where we have, how many guns do we have in this country? 
Oh my God. I mean, I, my wife said to me tonight, she's like, you know what? This is why that the, our, our freedom to bear arms is so important in this country. Cause you never know you, because <laughs> you'd have to think twice about coming in here because there's a bunch of rednecks and gangbangers and just good old America and me like, and me let's roll <laughs> yeah and me and you Jerry be like okay I got my house handled because right now there's a there's going to be one to five million Ukrainians that leave and go into Poland and Romania looking for a place tonight that can't defend themselves how would it be different Jerry you want to you want to serve that up how would it be different if if Ukrainians had uh, the kind of war power that, that most American families have in their base. Yeah, so, so, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. That's a very good point. So how do y'all feel about that? That's a very good point. What do y'all think would happen if we got invaded? Do y'all feel, do I, do I have anybody from Texas in the building? <laughs> do, do I have anybody from Texas? Yeah. Arizona? Yeah. Dude, Arizona, Hi, Arizona Jerry. Tennessee. You guys are all packed. Grant had a really good point. And, and uh, I totally agree with you, Grant. Um, uh, and it's something that I've been thinking about. This is Sitka. And um, I did a Google search here this weekend. Or the, well, it felt like the weekend. We were on vacation. Um, but um, while on vacation, I was doing some Google searches as of how many people are armed in the Ukraine. And it was 10 million people are currently armed. And then listening out of 44 million. Um, so obviously here in the United States, I think we have 400 million weapons for 350 million people i think don't quote me on that um but you know i think you're 100 right i think uh you know that's that's an interesting point and, and to go one step further there's a lot of people right now um being given um uh old ak-47 soviet era uh ak-47s <clears throat> um to you know to to defend themselves so I think you're right, but I don't think you're as right as you think you are. You know what I mean? There's there's quite a few folks that are actually armed over there. Well, I think that we're even more prepared than that because we're constantly at war here in the United States. So it's a practice war that we live every day. So Chirac comes to mind. I don't think anybody's going to go into Chicago and take over Chicago, nor do I think that anybody's going to go into Los Angeles and really make a, a ground warfare there. So uh, and here in the South, I know they're not going to come here because, I mean, we already pra we're already practicing, we're already dug in. So, you know, I agree with what uh, Grant is saying here that, you know, the, the, the right to bear arms is one of the greatest privileges that we exercise here in the United States. And I think hey, that this is a practical place. Hey, you know what, Grant? They talking about the price of gasoline going up. When this pandemic first hit, remember, I don't know if y'all recall, some of y'all that do have arms, and everybody was going to go buy bullets. Bullets damn near doubled out here in L.A. There were lines. You had to you had to make appointments to go into the gun stores just to buy ammunition, and it went up very very high. So you know what? This is this it's still is, high, Jerry. Ammunition is still high. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, even trying to get thirty thirty ammo for a, an old deer rifle of mine, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's still. It's not what it was, you know, at the beginning or the onset of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, it's it's absolutely still an issue. Hey, it's so funny. It's so funny because 45 rounds and nine millimeter rounds cost more than 762 rounds. 762 rounds. You know, you could buy hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of those for a much cheaper price. 
and they do a lot more damage. But uh, yeah, so that, that, that's, that was a good thought-provoking question, Grant, you know, because a lot of Americans, they are not really ready. Is there anybody on stage that disagrees or feels that we should not have the right to bear arms? Is there anybody on stage that is glad that California is a, is a non-carry state? Is there anybody that, that, that feels, you know, it shouldn't be that way? I, uh, yes, I'm one of them. And this is Jacques from Germany. One second before you say it, though, Rock, I, I, Jack, I want to talk to somebody that's in, that's in the States. Is there anybody that's in the States this, this has that disagrees with... This has become an with, international show, huh, Jerry? I mean, I, I'd like to know. You guys post in the chat where you're, where you're, where you're from tonight. Uh, if you guys don't mind posting in the chat, the room chat, where, where are you coming from? Because it sounds like we've had Nigeria, London, uh, everything but the Ukraine. I guess they got their hands full tonight. We we had I think well I, we Jerry, had couple... I think me and you might be the only Americans here now. Oh, let me see. Do I have any Amer- <laughs> Do I have any Americans on the stage? Might be the only ones left. I'm an American. Uh oh. She sounds American. Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Miami Beach. South Miami. Carolina. Okay, Florida. Just up in the San Diego, California. San Diego, Jamaica. Miami, Florida. Miami Texas. Beach, Texas, Toronto, okay, so Texas. I think every Alabama, I think every Texas. state that was named one second, brother. Hey, I think every state that was named is open carry states except for California, and I think it was one more. Why is California like that? Why, I mean, Jerry, why? how many people, Jerry, how pussies. many of your friends that, that didn't believe in guns went and got them uh, when COVID happened? Probably all of them. Every all of person them. I know over there that didn't carry before that always asked me about guns and why I liked them. And they were just like, they didn't understand them. They called me up and said, where do I go to get one now? I bet you I had a 15 friends called me or Elena. Where do I go? What do I do? What do I need to do? What's the best gun to get? Like they were like, I need something now. Jerry, there's one thing that Grant said, and you know what? All you have to do is say two words and all of a sudden gun sales spike and that's martial law. We all thought everything was going down and the world was going to end and we were going to protect all of our property at all costs. Well, think about this, too. Gun manufacturers probably knew that. And so did uh, ammunition. Ammunition's not going to go down if you can command the price for it. I mean, if I'm running a business and my margin is 60 percent on something and I can charge a premium for something and people continue to buy it, why would I ever lower my prices? That makes no sense. So I think that the prices are probably going to stay there, if not increase, based on the demand, but also that they know that that is something that's always going to be needed. So martial law are the two words that you need. And all of a sudden, the price of ammo goes up and guns go crazy. So that's all I got to say. You know what? Hey, hey, Storm, that's a a really good point. I got a buddy. I got actually two guys that work in the uh, ammo industry. And obviously, they're right-leaning working in that industry. The best thing that ever happens for them, as far as sales are concerned, is a Democrat being elected president. It's it's just that simple. So it's it's a double-edged sword for those that are in the industry because they don't like it for some of the philosophies behind it. However, they love it because the sales go through the roof. Hey, Storm, I went to Texas, and I could not believe when I went to a gun store, my jaws dropped. I was like, this is, it's literally like it's a whole nother world. You may see a couple high-end weaponry, you know, the replicas, you know how they make, you look at it, it's really just a 22, but it looked like something out of Russia, but it's really just 22 rounds in it. You go to Texas, 
I was like, this is insane. Those Jerry. Caltech, those Caltech shotguns, they had like 20 of them. They had the the the, the you know those bullpup shotguns. Grant, you Grant, you don't know nothing about those. You don't know about you don't know about those little those little mini shotguns that can shoot 12, 14 rounds. Go ahead, Storm. I'm surprised you came to Texas and you didn't give me a call. We have gun stores everywhere here, yet our crime rate is still not as bad as most. And yet our death rate, we're not going around shooting people with it. You know, when we got our CDL, when we got our conceal, we had to go through a pretty rigorous type deal and we had to qualify with what we were going to carry. And now we can open carry here. But you know what? If I don't know if someone's going to carry, I'm going to hesitate to mouth off or I'm going to hesitate to escalate a situation in a state like that as opposed to where we have no gun laws. I might run my mouth a little bit more. But, dude, next time you're here, I'll take you to all the shops. I mean, literally, there are malls of things and you can go get anything you want anytime, anywhere here. It's crazy. I, I hey, love it. Hope. I'll take you up in that, my brain. Love that. What's your name? Hope? Uh, Holly. Holly, what do you think? Holly, what do you think about? The, well, let me ask you a question, Holly. What, what what's, what's your favorite gun that you got at the house? What's your favorite one? Oh, gosh. I'm way too nervous, Nelly. My husband's the gun guy. I just hope that he's around when something bad happens because I'm just useless when it comes to guns. Oh, <laughs> I'm too at, nervous. At, at least your husband got guns. Okay, that's <sighs> good. I know. I'm nervous about it. But uh, I wanted to chime in real quick. A couple things. One, Abby had mentioned, <clears throat> totally inconsequential, but I spent some time in East, uh, in Western Europe lived in Belgium for a little while. He's right. They're not as neighborly. They look at you like you've got two heads when you wave at them when you walk. <laughs> it was a little weird feeling because I'm from the South, so it's kind of lonely feeling, but not as neighborly. Um, but I wanted to chime in on uh, the, the Ukraine stuff. So one, I'm not really sure if I'm on board with the sanctions because I feel like it's only punishing us and I'm a little confused why we're bothering with it unless it's just posturing to help hopefully deter other you know China from invading Taiwan for example I don't know but I feel like we're the ones suffering most from the, the sanctions and two I want I wondered if anyone had seen the interview that the Washington Post again I guess interviewed uh, the previous president of Georgia um, who's imprisoned. Um, I wondered if y'all had seen that interview. Pretty interesting. I, I'm sorry. I was. I don't know if somebody's talking right now. I was on a call. He's in the Matrix. Yeah, I, yeah. I missed most of what you said. Can you repeat it? Well, well she, she's still in the Matrix, but while Yeah, we can move Matrix, on. Yeah, no, I'm going to pivot. One second, brother. You, you don't have to paraphrase what she said because we, we're going to pivot away from her. I'll let her say it. Thank you, though. Is there anybody else who want to jump in? Anybody else that yeah. wants to jump in? And yeah, I want to jump in, uh, uh, Jerry. I'm from Texas. Hey, J Jax, I got to open the stage up a little, brother. I got to open the stage up for some people that has not had an opportunity to speak. The guy that's from Texas, once again, when we get to this hour, the stage is open and you guys can pick, you know, if you want to talk about Russia, if you want to talk about the, the, the mass mandates. <clears throat> Go ahead, bro, the guy that was speaking. Yeah, I'm from Texas, man, and uh, I know you guys admire us and – our gun laws and everything and our conservative conservatism. But uh, we don't got any more room for you guys here. So if you're from California, <laughs> New York, just stay where you're at. Amen. So, we're, so hey, 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 so we're not welcoming your state, bro. You're not going to welcome no. us. We like it the way it is and we don't want to change it for y'all. So just, just so stay what where you're what at. You, what, in what way do you think it would change if us Californians came out there? How would it change, bro? Man. And y'all, uh, 
one thing, vote for the wrong people. Then y'all are going to raise the prices on everything because y'all are coming with all that money you guys got. And um, y'all gay culture. (laughs) Y'all bringing gay culture to Texas. We don't need that shit here. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I like this. Hey, I like this dude. He, well, he, he, hey, but you know what though? You you know what though? At least he's speaking what he feels. You gotta hey, respect man. the man that will come to the stage and say some dumb shit like that with seven hundred people in the room. You gotta, hey, Red, we respect you, bro. And and based on, based on your 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 profile, we don't want you in California. Gary, I'm gonna clarify something though. If you're texting, and, and, we welcome people. We welcome Californians. However, if they want to visit and they like it, that's great. They have a couple of conditions though. Number one, they need to be okay with open carry. Number two is they need to vote red. And number three is they can bring all the money that they want. Just be careful. We don't want to turn the state purple. I think that's what Red was really trying to sum up because, frankly, California is a different culture than Texas, than Florida, than Maine, than New York, and anywhere else. I would just say this. I welcome anybody as long as they're not coming here trying to force their values on us, just like we wouldn't go to California and force our values on you. Or that's what I have to say. Wait, Storm. I oh, think Storm. Uh, isn't that, hold on, Everyone Storm. Isn't that what you just did when you just said, don't come here and vote blue? Isn't that what you did? You're <laughs> I was to wondering who was going to catch that. Thank you, someone. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to catch that. <laughs> but, but isn't that exactly what, what you're doing right now? No, those are the conditions. I mean, that's that's my state, right? That's my home. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just totally joking and it's tongue-in-cheek. In, tongue that's what Red was going for. He doesn't want something that's red turning purple because we have a flood of people from California who were leaving and fleeing what they voted for and what they wanted moving into our state and moving into our home territory that we chose to live here for. That's facts. So do you think Texas is really red or do you think Texas is extremely gerrymandering and you all have some extremely strict It's red. Oh. It's red. What about Dallas? What about Dallas? It's red because it's gerrymandering. Exactly. It's maroon. What about what April, was that yeah, you? It's red because it's gerrymandered. We know what they do. Exactly. It's like the elections, right? <laughs> oh. Ask the question. Wait, one second. One second, everybody. Everybody meet your mic. The lady said, can she ask a question? It sounds like you got an important question. Go ahead and ask your important question. Thank you, Jerry. This is Stephanie. I just had a question. And my question to that person who said, don't bring your gang culture here. Who are you referring to? I'm California. I live in the San Francisco Bay mm-hmm. Area. But Ooh. when you made that statement, don't bring your gang culture here. Like, who are you re- referring yeah, to? Yeah, because that's what California is pretty much known for amongst young Okay, people. California may be known for that, but the citizens of California are not known for that. Because you're <coughs> stereotyping I mean, people. y'all allow it, don't you? <clears throat> what do you hey. mean, y'all allow it? Yeah, you live. Well, there. San listen, is listen, w- listen, one second. Will you mute your will y'all have some stage respect and let's Stephanie and Red is having a conversation. Go ahead, Stephanie. Thank you. But like, you know, you you just can't up and pick and say, you know, that don't bring your gang culture here. I mean, would that be fair if I was to go to Texas and say, Oh, everybody's a redneck? No, that would not be a fair statement to say. But you're stereotyping and you're saying that, you know, we're allowing but there, gangs. There are, what do you there mean are we're allowing? How do you allow a gang? There are rednecks in Texas. I mean, okay. Texas is known for rednecks. 
and there's rednecks in California. So like, and there's gang culture in, in Texas and there's gang culture in California. But how, how is that a problem with just bringing up, don't bring your gang culture here? He could have said, don't bring your artist here Good too. Point. Point. Stephanie? But what, do you mean, but what do you mean when you say that we allow that? Who allows gangs? We're not allowing gangs. Well, yeah, you are. You, you vote, for, you vote they, for politicians that allow that? No. Well, God damn it, the entire Congress is a gang. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious right it's, it's an open conversation or you're talking about by order? That's because I like Stephanie. <laughs> it, it's open conversation. <laughs> hey, hey brother, brother, mute your mic. I want to hear what Red, Red, Red. Yes, sir. She made a good point, bro. What do you, I mean, what do you think about what she well, said? She the feels shoe, like it, it, she doesn't fit, then I wasn't talking to her. I was talking about the people coming to Texas, flooding Texas with that ideology of gang culture that they're coming with. We don't need that here. So if many people are coming to Texas and have that ideology, it could affect us, you know. So have you ran into anyone with that ideology? Um, most young people coming from California, they're, you know, they're involved in gangs and gang culture and they, they, they worship, they praise it. It's, it's honorable. Hey, hey, Red, Ted Cruz is the head of that gang. Wait, wait, Red, Red, you just said it's honorable here. Is that what yeah, you said? When, hey, Red, Red, I got a question for you. Red, we glorify. When was the last time you've been to California, Red? Um, never. Probably ago, never. Before COVID hit. And and how how much time did you spend in, in, in neighborhoods just to, to make that statement that they glorify it? Who did you hang around that glorifies gang? You gang went to Disney, Jerry. Jerry, you know, like please, I know there's certain places in California I can't step one foot in if I got on a red shirt or a blue shirt or, you know, that. You do know it's places like that in Texas that that applies to, right? No, it's not like that. No, it's true. Dude, a lot of Texans copied. They thought it was cool. A lot of the youngsters thought it was cool to gangbang out in Texas, and they start copying stuff that's going on in California. You didn't hear? Yeah, California. So I'm saying, don't Gary, can I don't speak need on this real quick? Brother, that is such a 90s trope. Like, gangs even exactly. in L.A. don't even do that. Thank really you. Really? <laughs> like, Ray, yeah, have you, have you ever been to Dallas, Ray? Have you ever been to Dallas? Yes, sir. I've been to Dallas. <laughs> Dallas has one of the biggest blood nations in the whole okay, country. Okay, what neighborhood in Dallas can I go to and not wear a red shirt or a blue shirt? It do, it doesn't matter. They don't go by colors. Bro, that's over. That, no, no, listen, listen, bro. Just because just because you wear a red shirt or a blue shirt, it's it's how you're wearing it. If you go into a if you go into any state in the U.S. that's a heavily gang neighborhood. And it's a red or a blue rag, a red or a blue as far as their gang symbols. If you got on a little polo shirt that's red, you ain't gonna, you know. But go ahead, bro. They want to jump in. Hey, uh, this, hey, this ain't the I, '90s, bro. They don't go by yeah, colors not the 90s no anymore. But uh, I used to live in California. I was uh, when I was in the military. It's they don't even do it anymore. Now it's uh, football the, uh, tags that's actually on your actual window to be able to tell you whose gang is who. And also, if I remember correctly. No, bro, 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 bro. What you just said is not true. What you just said is not that that may apply to some whoever, but I'm in California. Not grew, all. Not all. I'm That's in true. California. I just didn't want to speak on it. I'm in California. I, I grew up in the most heavily. Let me just say this. You no, know, you, 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 no, you know, you know, how these people say that they can't speak about they're in the military. And they can't speak about military right. things. I can't speak about, the you know, 
the gang stuff and my affiliation of what I've dealt with in LA, I'm not going to speak about it because it's just too much. But let me just say, there is still gangs in certain parts of LA, right? And it is still whatever, but it's not, you know, it's not just a symbol, oh, we're this football thing. So we know it's not like that, bro. It may, it may be somebody who, or some people who do do that. I'm talking about specifically Oxnard. I'm not talking about LA. Oh, LA. Oh my, that, that, that's like, that's like powder puff. That's like, yeah, I'm not talking about LA at all. I know, but the the areas you just named is like want to be compared to LA. Right. That's true. But also, if you not, if you not out there banging, you have nothing to worry about. There's some, no, no, that's, that's not, that's not true. I've been in neighborhoods. I've been in neighborhoods. Hey bro, I'm going to tell you something. Are you talking to, I'm talking talking to everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to give you one, I'm going to give you one example. I went to a house that I want to go look at that I want to buy in a certain part of LA. And this is a true story, what I'm about to say to y'all. When I pulled up on the block, there were bushes in front of the house, right? So just imagine bushes is probably about, maybe about five feet high. I pull up, I park in front of the house. <clears throat> As I'm getting out of my car, four dudes come behind the bushes. I got a shotgun, two handguns, and maybe an assault rifle pointed at me as I'm getting out of my car. They were gang members. And I'm not even dressed nowhere near gang. I'm not even gang age. No, nowhere near gang whatever. Right? And that's how they, that's how they, that's how they greeted me. And I said, oh, shit. I, dude, I was looking for Mrs. Jones. My bad. I'm real sick. He said, oh, that's my mama. What's up? <laughs> and then they put their guns in. I, I started talking to them for about 15 minutes. But literally... That's how I got greeted by the gang gang bangers. That's just one of a billion stories I got about gang life in LA. AKs pointed at me, gunshots. Y'all don't even want to know. I'm not even gonna talk about that though. But bottom line is, there is still gang activity in Los Angeles, 100%. Can you get caught up? Caught up if you're not in red, blue, or green, or purple, or yellow? Yes, you can still get caught up. Can you get caught slipping and somebody jack you or rob you? That can happen anywhere, y'all. Anywhere. Anyway. Anybody else? Let me go ahead. I was talking about about the Latin Kings, which started actually in Texas before they even got into the L.A. area. Hey, I I got something to say to Jerry, man. I'm going to need you to get a vest, bro. I'm going to need you to get a vest, man, so you can look out. (laughs) You're going to need me to get a a vest? Yes, a vest, <laughs> a bulletproof vest. Oh man. no, 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 bro, bro, bro. I, I went to a neighborhood one time on a cul-de-sac street, and as I pulled up, some Hispanic games came in, and 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 they were in a minivan. It was like five of them. I'm not gonna tell you all this story, but let's say they tried to block me and my friend in on a cul-de-sac, and it was five gang members in a minivan. It was clear that they were blocking us in. We was in a Hispanic neighborhood. You know, and, and I'm, once again, I'm looking at the property and they were gang member, members and they blocked us in on a cul-de-sac, dead end street. And um, let's, I'm going to leave it right there. Right. I'll just leave. Were it right you in there. East L.A.? Yes, I was in East L.A. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yep. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it How right there. So, I, hey, hey, Frederick, I, 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 somebody once said to me, hey, tell your story. I said, man, I can't tell my story on Clubhouse. Yes, you can. I believe you, man. This is a whole no. topic. This is a whole yeah, topic. I believe you. No, but it, it, it doesn't matter what the topic is. I will not tell my story on Clubhouse. Okay, because oh, you, you bodied them Hispanics. That's no, I didn't say that. Us. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I say this all the time, and I'm going to repeat this. Never forget this, fellas. I'm delicate in real life. 
I say that all the time. I'm not an alpha. I'm delicate. And we leave it like that. Is there anybody else who want to jump in? Hey, Jerry, it's Holly. Can you hear me now? Hi, Holly. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hopefully y'all can hear me. Just shut me up if it gets bad again. Holly, can, um, you believe, can you believe that they're talking about California like we are the gang-banging capital? Like we got stuff going on. Like what are they talking about, Holly? Yeah. Holly. I'm still fucking with you. <laughs> What are they talking about, Holly? Holly, where would they get that from? It sounds yeah, like Jerry needs to stick his chest out. That's what Holly, I thought. Holly, what, what makes them think that? What makes them think that, Holly? I don't know, Jerry. What makes them think? What makes them think about gangbang when it comes to LA? <laughs> I mean, Holly, Holly, help me understand what makes them think about gangbanging when we talk about L.A. Help me understand that. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, for one, you do hear a lot in the news lately of, of violence, uh, especially with the homeless populations. I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared to go to L.A. myself. I don't know about the gangs. I really don't know about that. I think that's but more you can, 90s you, But stuff. listen, when they talk about California, just because you hear about stuff in the news, you can't believe everything you hear about California. California. <laughs> 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 I want to welcome everybody to the Bathe News. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Jerry Malcolm. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, we still got some more hours left. Don't get it twisted. We're not landing. Do not get it twisted. All right, so check this out. I want to thank all these wonderful moderators and all these incredible people that's in the audience on the stage at the top down below. Make sure you follow this club, Debate the News. It is sponsored by Cardone Capital. Thank you to all the 745 people who put something in the chat. We love y'all. Thank you for the 218 people that shared this room. And thank you for the people that went to the IG and put... Everybody to the wild, wild west. They'll put 10X in there. Hey, y'all, I'll be on YouTube practicing like, how can I go to a room and, and moderate? How can I go to a room and throw something on and... Am I doing okay, Bobby? Bobby, am I just doing okay? Bobby. Oh, shit. You're, you're crushing it, bro. You're doing great. I'd love to Bobby's try to in say bed. my piece again. <laughs> you want to say your piece? So what you're trying to say is I just messed you up, right? No, you're wonderful, Jerry. I just want to say my piece before I get the red bar again. Real quick, y'all. Um, I was just saying what Abby was saying. Western Europe is not as neighborly as at least South uh, the South in America. <laughs> when I lived in Brussels, uh, when I wait, I would wave at people when I would go by and they look at me like, like I was such a weirdo and they would not wave back. And I was like, what is going on here? But anyway, um, I just wanted to say with the sanctions, I, I just feel like we're the ones that are going to suffer the most with the sanctions. I'm a little confused why we're even bothering. And two, I was just curious if any of you guys, if you guys had already talked about it, but the um, interview with the previous president of Georgia um, from his jail cell. Um, it was in the Washington Post. Josh, R Josh Rogan was the journalist. Really interesting uh, what his in insight was based upon his experience and now being imprisoned by basically the, the cronies of Putin who are now in power in Georgia. So pretty interesting take on, on Putin. What do you say? Who was that to say what he said? Yeah, I'm like, now we're waiting. No, we're, I'm holding on. Wait, 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 wait. What's your name? It's Candace. Good God. Candace said, Candace said what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. We're waiting. I'm like, <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. No, I just didn't. Okay, so he basically said, look, sanctions aren't going to do shit. Like, you need to, you know, the only thing that stopped Putin was when the U.S. basically parked their ass in the in the Black Sea, at least to just show that we were present. Um, and he basically said, you have to show some sort of military force to get him to back down. Um, and he... He's also on a hunger strike, interestingly enough, because he's being treated like absolute dog shit in, in the prison there. But it's just kind of interesting. So I'm sure you guys have discussed it already, but I, I mean, it seems like, I mean, my get best guess is that Putin wants to put in kind of a proxy government. Like he wants his cronies in there so he can kind of create like a good old boy Soviet bloc over there. I mean, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Okay. Appreciate you, miss. You sound like a very good moderator. She's like, I don't know. What was your name that was just speaking? Holly. Holly, and you are from what country? I'm American. <laughs> you are American. Thank you. Oh, you no wonder why you got a microphone. You do this in real life. No, it's just and an iPhone. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about your picture. You have a microphone in your picture. That's what I mean. Oh, oh, that's a Joe Rogan thing. I'm just uh, trying to support Joe Rogan. That's his. Y'all remember Joe Rogan in the 90s? He was in that the sitcom News Radio. Not, I loved. I used to love that show. <laughs> oh, okay. Appreciate you. Is there anybody else that wants to jump in on this topic? Matter of fact, is there anybody got any breaking news of what's going on? Any any anything hot popping right now? Anything different? Whatever y'all want to talk about right now is currently your show. Have we talked about the Crimean channel? Go ahead, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when Crimea was annexed in 2014, um, Ukraine turned off the flow of water from to the channel and so from then um russia had to invest billions for uh ground water projects and those are actually drying up now so i think putin's actually in a situation of course there's multiple attack vectors but one reason very well could be to make sure that two and a half million people don't grow thirsty <laughs> what the northern the northern crimean channel provided 86 percent of fresh women, water to the peninsula to the peninsula like, what he's right yeah the the northern crimean channel provides 86 percent of fresh water to that peninsula it kind of sounds like you went into the middle of the book and we were listening for the opening and the ending. Maybe it's just me, but it just kind of seemed like you went literally in the middle of the story, and I missed the beginning and the end. So that, so I just, I'm just still trying to figure it out. But yeah. Breaking news, Jerry. Breaking news. What's that? UEFA moves the Champions League finals from Saint Petersburg to Paris. What you say? <laughs> what? UEFA moves the Champions soccer. League soccer finals from Saint Petersburg, Russia, to Paris, France. Oh wow, that's really cool. So it just sounds really like you went to the end of the book, and I missed the beginning and the middle. Yeah, like what is <laughs> yeah, like like so what's going he's, he's on right now? To the European football championships, like the Super Bowl. Um, the final was supposed to hold in Russia this year, but it's been moved now to Paris in France because of the conflict. Um, just before I um, leave the mic, I was going to say, obviously you talked about guns and I appreciate that people on both sides put those that are for open carry and those otherwise have their reasons. 
and when it comes to warfare, I think their guns are useless against, you know, um, a country like Russia, because you can't really shoot down drones or, um, air, you know, um, sonic speed aircraft. But what guns will help you do is to prevent um, occupation. And so if a country is trying to probably occupy or take over the invade the US, they have to think about the cost of a long war of occupation. And that sort of dissuades them from moving forward with it. So um, I was going to say that that's some, that's perhaps where guns come in. But in terms of the invasion, the initial, you know, um, bombs, etc., your guns are pretty much useless. Tell that to the ghost of Kiev. Just sight in a movie. How many? Oh, okay. How many people did the ghost of Kiev kill? He's a okay, everybody. I want to I want to share something with everybody really quick. I think that we may be doing a weekend edition of Debate the News. And if we do do a weekend edition of Debate the News, it will be in the evening time. It will be in the evening, probably around 5 or 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and which will be five, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if we do it in the evening. I'm pretty sure we are going to be doing it. So for those of you that follow us, make sure you put the bell on on the club, put the bell on on Jonathan Bing, and put the bell on on myself. My name is Jerry Malcolm. So you can get the notification when we go live. Uh, Pumpkin, if you're there, if you can do me something so gracious and put up the Debate the News Club, I would appreciate that. So I can make sure these people follow the Debate the News Club. And uh, yeah, so we can rock on a little bit more, y'all. But I just want to let y'all know that we're probably going to go live this weekend in the weekend edition of Debate the News. Now, is there anybody that want to jump in and get back on this topic? What do y'all think about? I'm hung up, Jerry. I'm hung up on something. Why would Quanta think? And I'm not picking a fight, Quanta, but I'm kind of digging it up. I would like to know your reasoning why you think Texas is not red. I know a couple of you jumped in and you oh, said it was because God. of gerrymandering. Everybody knows Texas is red. No. <laughs> Texas is red. Okay, go ahead, Quan. Texas is Texas is red in theory because of, like I said, your general assembly and your voting laws. How your state is drawn to not effectively have representation. Um, of people of color, people um, of different diversity, ethnic groups, they have no representation uh, in your General Assembly. So the way your state, Texas, is drawn, look, have you looked at your, your map, how it's drawn out? Have you ever looked at it, Storm? So what I'm, what I'm asking, though, is... No, no, no. Have you, I'm asking you a question. Have you ever looked at the, how your state map is drawn out in districts? For what every district in Texas? No, I don't think anybody's looked at every single district. Well, so 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 look at that. Look at what what counties they are, and then you'll answer your own question. Well, here here's my and point. If you, though, if you all had if you all had fair maps, if you all had fair maps, Texas would not be red. Okay, blue. It's Houston, right? Our our mayor is is, is Democratic. In, in the major metros of Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston, are they red or are they blue? Say that, one, know that. Say that one more time. 
the major metropolitan cities. Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, Austin. Are they red or are they blue? They're blue along with El Paso, too. They're blue. So, if the major metros, how is the country or how is the state red? If most of the major metro is blue, it doesn't matter about the state lines. And yes, it does. It matters about the overall populace. That's right. Well, you're talking. you're saying in terms of Senate, right. but in terms of Congress, in terms of representatives, what's happened is they basically skewed it heavily. They took Austin. And they they clumped it all, which is heavily Democratic, into one right. um, one legislative district. Whereas before it was it was split into various suburban districts, so it made most of those suburban districts purple or blue. But that's what they did recently. It's actually pretty recent, and they've done a lot of things like that to try and lock in an advantage in House seats and in state legislative districts, yes. okay? thank you, Sarah. So this is not the Senate, per se, but it's those things. Yeah, so- Thank you, I was getting something from the door. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say. If you look at your state map and how it's drawn, you all carve out different sectors, and I think Tara explained it pretty good. The way you're looking at it is like, like federal and, and federal level, the Senate level. But when you gerrymander and how Texas is drawn, Democrats would never have a competing chance. To, to win, you would never have a competing chance because of how your state legislators draw. I mean, excuse me, I don't know if you all have an independent commissioner. I, 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 really, I doubt it. But the way Texas is drawn, Democrats will never have a fair fighting chance to win anything. And they have to work twice as hard in Texas because of how y'all lines are drawn. Yeah, so what do they have to win to make it blue? Can I ask yeah, that's a good thing. We don't want Democrats in Texas. Red, we're, we're, well, you're sitting here with a lot of Democrats in Texas. You don't want them to get fair representation. Exactly. I guess is your point. Right. No. So, no. It's, it's actually, uh, we have the happiest black people in Texas. Let me tell you. A lot of people. What? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, Lord. Hang on. Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm asking this. I'm not touch that. I, I want to know what does it take for, let's say, Democrats to win in order to make it blue that and that's my honest question i'm not trying to lead it i, I would want to know from your point of view or terrace what does it take to make okay the state so blue, number one even if, if we they had left austin the way it was what had happened was the democrats in the suburbs picked up two seats recently and they would have picked up more because the new population is more democratic but they didn't do that and so they basically just took two seats from dem or essentially from democrats and they stopped Democrats from being able to have any participation in the other districts that they were getting closer to. Let's just say they also kept, um, I think this is one I'm not as familiar with, but they also think they kept some of the cities, basically, they did not divide them into one or two districts as they might have, because that would have increased Democratic representation. So in, in essence, it's wildly gerrymandered. It is wildly gerrymandered to Basically, what does uh, gerryman what does gerrymandering mean? That means oh, they draw state lines. Yeah, go so, ahead, here. Yeah. So, so, let me say this too. Storm. Jerry's triggered all you have to do, and we're going to answer. We're going to answer your question real quick, Jerry. But let me say this to Storm. All you have to do, Storm, is go look up, and anybody in the room can do it. Go look up Texas congressional map. You can see how it's how it's drawn out. And Jerry, all that is saying is, um. Well, you, what's your question? What's gerrymandering? It's basically what, what, they draw why, did, why did why did put Jerry in it though? Because they love you. 
I think y'all on stage making that up just to bother me. <laughs> Gerrymandering would be when you when they would play music when you did it. So Jerry, no. <laughs> Jerry, back in the day, the the, the first time gerrymandering ever occurred, occurred, the individuals in, involved with redrawing the lines um, that did it, 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 it kind of has their namesake. And so, at the end of the day, about three years ago, even. They try you to are giving up. a long explanation, brother. You are burning calories. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put a picture up for everybody on my PTR. My name is Frederick, and, and I'm going to stop right there. But gerrymandering does twist things, Storm, and you can have you can have a whole bunch of people from one party in the area and redraw the lines and negate the whole situation, and the other team wins. So they, they do it all the time. Whoever's in power, they redraw the lines. Quana has an outstanding point. I'll rest my mic and put that photo up for you. Jerry, they call it so Jerry. 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 I'll, like, I'll tell you a fact Jerry, about that. That's like, if you, that's like if you look at this room, Jerry, right? And you say, you know what? I'm going to draw lines for them to vote who's the best mod in this room. And you, because you're in charge, you draw the, you take the whole stage and draw the line to the audience where you want it to stop. So you have a voting advantage over all the mods because you're able to draw the line for the votes where you want the vote. So okay. basically, gerrymandering is manipulating um, the lines, basically, of where your congr your your um, constituents are, and it basically gets you the, um, the most amount of votes because of how you draw the lines, knowing how they're going to vote. Okay, got you. Thank you for that, Jerry. Yeah. It's a uh, Jerry. It's G E R R Y. Just to let you know, so it's not, it's not with that, a J. That, that, yeah, that's that's not after that's my, Jerry. My name is spelled with a G, brother. Oh, it is. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. I used to tell my mom I can't. Why'd you name me Jerry? Damn it. I actually like to go by my last. My last name is Malcolm. Everybody started calling me Malcolm. Like when you when you in fighting and you compete in fighting for some reason everybody call you by your last name Malcolm. So it got to the point people were like what's your name? I'm like Malcolm. So y'all call me Jerry, but most of the people I know in 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 real life call me Malcolm. They was like they was like why the hell did why the hell did you just tell that story? You gonna add something to why they call me Malcolm? Go ahead, bro. No, no, not that. This is the whole Jerry management line. No, like when people say and and Storm, I know you kind of poke the bear, so I'm gonna kind of poke it back just a little bit. In just in all fairness, right? Um, when we look at metropolitan Houston, metropolitan Austin, uh, we all know, right, before they change the lines, look at where the income per capita is in the new areas that they drew the lines on. When you say metropolitan Houston, metropolitan Austin, and then you go to the metropolitan area, we know where the money's at and where it's not at. So to make that statement, I kind of think you know the answer, but maybe if you didn't, metro Houston, it's a hub, hub zone. It's, it's a low income area. All the money is where they drew the lines for. So to say Metro Houston, Metro Austin, as a as a debatable point, kind of lacks luster because all the money is where they drew the lines at. So that that's why Texas is technically red in that area. Now again, I'm I was born Republican, so I, I can't say one way or the other. But to say that it's red because of the lines being drawn, no. Metro Houston is a low income area per capita. That's that's what we so, need to really wow. understand that. So let me hey, let but, me add hey, something. Hey, wait, wait, one second, one second, coach. I mean, I'm no, one second. I appreciate you. Thank you for that, coach. But Frederick, before you go into it, I want to kind of get back. You know, that's cool. We talking about the red line, blue line in Texas, but we're gonna definitely pivot back to this war 
or if y'all want to pivot back to this mask mandate being lifted I still didn't get the answers I was looking for when I was asking, is there anybody in the audience? I know it is, but one person was honest enough to say it, but not many other people are going to be honest. Would, would, They're regretting getting the hey, vaccine. Hey, Jerry, I want to suggest something real quick. What's your name, bro? Yeah, this Kevin. Kevin, what, what part of the stage are you at? I'm in California. No, what part of the stage? Okay, go ahead, Kevin. What do you want to... No, what do you want to suggest, Kevin? So I was in this room where this lady was talking about the... English monarchy, and she has so much knowledge about it. I'm telling you, if you give a 15 minute segment on it, she will wow you guys on um, all about the lineage, about the monarchy and everything. And if you ask her, she has almost like in-depth knowledge from cousins to everything around that. Also just 15 minute segment on it. I know it's a deviation from the topic, but you'll be amazed. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. She has a wait, 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 wait. Let me make sure I understand what this guy is just saying. Tara, Tara, are you on stage, Tara? Uh, yes, I am. Tara, do me a favor. Break it down okay, in, in Jerry so, where I understand it in a brief in a brief way. What he said is he so he heard a woman on stage who knew a lot about the English monarchy, and he thinks it would be a fabulous segment if you could have her speak for 15 minutes about all the details of the English monarchy. Oh, well, why didn't he say that? Wait, 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 one second. Where is she so I can mod her up real quick? And then we're going to give her 15 minutes. You sure she only needs 15 or maybe 20? How much does she need? I, I'll put, <laughs> I, I think, 20 minutes. I'll, so, put, so, I'll, put, I'll put money on it. So let me make sure I'm clear. <laughs> so you want us... <clears throat> you want us to... You want us to give somebody 20 minutes... To talk, do you know what twenty minutes is? Five minutes. Five minutes. So you, so so we're negotiating okay, now. Okay, you do it sixty seconds. Okay. You know what, everybody, hold up. Where is this lady at? Where is she? Her name is India Marie. If you can pull her up. Oh, Where is, is she? Hilarious. In the audience. Yes. You talking, um, talking about this singer named India Marie? Maybe, but That's she's in the audience. Marie, not Marie. Okay, wait. Where is she? At? I got. I got to hear this lady. One second, India Marie. India Marie. One second, I'm gonna get her. Hey, Kwana, somebody help me bring her up. India Marie, where's she at? And I hope this is pre-850, not like after they took over power. Yeah, I mean, I you think we should saying. go back she to the she, Carter, she goes which all was the way 1215, back. because things were really hot. Exactly, yeah. Wait, you got to set the timeline. You got to set the timeline. No, all the way back means something. Did we find her? I'm trying to find her. I haven't even, y'all don't even know where I'm going with this. I don't want to say I'm going to give her a tip. Is she on the stage here? I don't. Yeah, I found her if you want me to bring her up. Yeah, bring her up, bring her up. Bring her up. Bring her up. Okay, miss, there's, you have a big fan on this stage that think that you're going to say something very fascinating. And um, where is she? I'm going to give her 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8. Okay, let's pivot on, everybody. Uh, sorry, my brother. She probably doesn't agree with you. She doesn't agree with you. She doesn't agree that she's going to say something that's going to captivate us. However, I got to say this, though, and you guys may not be ready for what I'm about to say. What I'm about to say is this. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want to thank everybody once again for coming out to debate the news. We appreciate y'all. As y'all know, we go from 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But before I go any further, let me see who I got on the stage. Pumpkin. Bring me somebody to this stage that I can give a quick shout out. Who on the stage has low followers? You have low followers and you have a business. You have low followers 
but you have a business, low followers in Clubhouse. Is there anybody in the States has low followers in Clubhouse? Okay, never mind. It's almost a thousand low. low. Yeah, you? low in comparison to I'm you. I'm pretty yes. low in comparison to you. No, no, we're not talking about, we didn't say nothing about me. But uh, this is what we're going to do, okay? Because I just got word. I'm sorry now, I just got word. Quana's about to laugh, but I really did get word. I think Quana left the building, so she's not going to laugh. I just I'm got, definitely here. I'm okay. ready, because I know what you're about to do. No, I just got word. I've been flying around for the last 15 minutes because there was, there was an accident at the airport. They've cleared the runway, everybody. They've cleared the runway. If you guys notice, there's been a little turbulence. So I'm going to ask everybody to put their seats in the upright position, raise your tray up, and stow away your iPad, and put your iPhone in your pocket or whatever, and buckle your seatbelts. We're about to have a hard landing. You guys know what a hard landing? Come on, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I can't do that to y'all today. I love y'all too Please much. Do I it. Can you no, do it, please? Can no, Quana, why do you like the hard landings, Quana? I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do a hard landing. I'm going to be cool. So listen, everybody, we're going to go live tomorrow, debate the news, weekend edition. Mina going, oh, gosh, I forgot all about this. Hold up. Also, tomorrow morning, Pump, can you do me, do me a favor? Could you put up Talking Shit Club tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time? I do something that a lot of people think is real cool. A lot of people have been kind of like telling me, like, Jerry, you know, we, we really like to um, hear when you do this because you're really able to, you know, we see a different side of you, Jerry, when you do a, your 11.30 a.m. room. I do a room 11.30 a.m. every Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The title of my room is usually called How to Be a Better Moderator. But after doing a couple of rooms, I kind of switched the title last week. I switched it. And the title was something like how to create better relationships on and off social platforms or just in real life. Because when I talk about or teach how to be a better moderator, when I tell people what my goal was when I came to Clubhouse, I had one goal in mind. And it was to attract, it was to capture, and it was to nurture, and it was to convert as many relationships as I can. I met Jonathan Bing on this app. I met all these other wonderful moderators that I rock with. I meet that I met that guy y'all call Uncle G, also knows Grant Cardone. I met him on his app and many other big developers and investors and professionals like himself. So I put something in act. I put a mandate out. I said, I got to attract these guys. That's I got to capture them. Then once I capture them, I got to nurture them. Then once I nurture them, I got to convert them. So I could do business with them in real life. Because it's cool coming on this app. It's cute that you can back channel somebody. They get back at you, holler at them. They shout you out. That feels good. But it feels a whole lot better when you can get on the phone with them and have an actual conversation. It feels a whole lot better when you can connect with them in real life and give them a little pound, give them a little hug, sit down and have dinner and have breakfast with them and talk strategy. It feels a whole lot better to do that. So... When I do my room 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to share with you tips and strategies that I've developed and I've learned over the years. And it's all based on human behavior. It's all based on psychology, neuroscience. We talk about motivation. We talk about motivation. What motivates people? It's two things. It's to move towards some type of gain or to move away from some type of pain. Some of the people, some of the times will make a move 
if it's to make some type of gain, but much more to people, much more to time, we'll make a move. If it's to avoid some type of pain, I can prove it. I can prove it. If I said to somebody right now, I'll give you $10,000 to walk into a room and it's dark, walk into this apartment building, it's dark, this little abandoned apartment building somewhere in the hood somewhere, and it's dark, and you walk in, I'll tell you there's about three snakes in there and one alligator, and I'll give you $10,000 to walk in there, I'll give you 100 grand, and it's dark, you will not go in there. You will not walk into that room or that apartment building, even if I offer you $200,000, you would not walk in there and spend five minutes in there. Because the gain that you would get from that $100,000 is not worth the pain you might receive. You get your ass bit by the alligator. But if you're walking down the street and your little kid is with you and her little ball rolls into that abandoned building, it got all those snakes and whatever in there. Somebody's saying, Jerry's crazy. If that ball rolls in there and she climbs through some window and you look up and she's in that, she climbed through that window, you will go in there for free to go save your child. No money amount of money in the world what you need you will go in there for free because you're motivated by the pain of losing your baby. That's big facts. Okay. So we talk about all this stuff and people do this and do that. It's not based on external things. It's not based on externalities, things on the outside. It's based on things in the inside. So when I do my room every Saturday, 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, I talk about stuff like this. So I just open the stage up. I bring a couple moderators up and we just have a conversation. I tell people all the time, business is nothing but conversations. The dude that said it's big facts, tell me if you disagree with this or if you agree with this. A lot of times people talk about the thing or the what or the how to do this and how to do that. They want to learn how to do this and how to do that. So you learn how to do this and how to do that in that business, but you're still not getting any business. Why does 85 to 90% of all real estate people fail? Why? Keller Williams got the bomb training. Oh, I got trained by Keller Williams. I'm, I'm the bomb, best training in the world. Yet 85 to 90% of all you people fail. Why? Because you're taught wrong. There's not one house that signs contracts. There's not one house that can sign a document. Not one. Nobody care about how many houses your company has sold from here to Dubai. They care about one thing. What's the best way to get somebody to do anything you want them to do? Make them want to do it. So what I teach my students, I tell them you're not looking for deals. Whoever you are, if you're an insurance salesman, whoever you are, you're not looking for deals. You're looking for people that you can have a conversation with. That's what you're looking for. So I tell my people, we don't call them contracts no more. We call them conversation documents. You're looking for conversations. I'm going to give you all this last tip, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land my plane. Uh, let me take a deep breath. The right questions create the right conversations. The right conversations is what create a rapport. That rapport is what can create the opportunities. Those opportunities... Those opportunities is what can lead to your desired outcome, and that's getting that customer under contract. But it starts with a series of questions, and it starts with a conversation, period. That's what business is. You can know nothing about your thing. You can know nothing about your thing, but if you know how to have the right conversations, you can meet someone that can help you with your thing, whatever that thing is. Ooh, I'm going to leave it on that note. Anybody want to say anything before I land my plane? Cause you know I'm taking. I, what's I know the it's, name of your? What's the name of the class for tomorrow morning? If you follow the club up top, talking shit club. If you follow the club, become a member of it. That's what it is. Follow me. Follow me here in a uh, clubhouse. Just follow me. Put the bell on. Eleven thirty a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Eleven thirty a.m. Pacific Standard Time is eleven thirty, twelve thirty, one thirty, two thirty Eastern Time. 
So that's what I talk about in that room, creating relationships that can help you grow on this social platform and help you grow in real life. I don't claim to know everything, but I'll tell you one thing I do know. I know how to create relationships through conversation. So if anybody in here can be helped or need any assistance and you want to grow on this social app and you want to have a conversation with me and my team, then join us 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and we'll have a conversation. Jerry, can I say something about your roommate? Go ahead, Diana. Peaches. So no, I, I've I said go in, ahead, Diana. I've been in that room and I think uh, I just wanted to tell everybody here that one of the best conversations that takes place in that room is the conversation that you start to have within yourself with yourself. And it is so thought provoking that um, you really get a chance to unveil that deep essence that you are that allows you to have free flowing conversations with other people. So you can get rid of a lot of the scripts that sometimes end up actually getting in our way of making true connections. So it's a great room to go in and, and just get to know yourself a little bit more. You made me open up the other day, Diana. Why'd you do that? <laughs> because I think you are doing some amazing things and, uh, yeah, I mean, I back-channeled Kwana on some of the conversations that are had on this stage that even if you get people to just look up a new term or, or just um, reinvest themselves in so many opportunities that they have, you can change lives at a very, very big level. And uh, the way that you engage and, and how you get people to engage with themselves first and then others, I mean, we're talking some really big life-changing moves that, that I already see you making. So I love it. Oh, thank you, Diana. I appreciate that. I thank you very much for that. There was a lady that, that didn't want to say something really quick. Where's your name, miss? Peaches. <clears throat> Peaches. Some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Peach. You're a pretty peach, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say now, um, it was talking about business and the stuff. I'm a Jamaican. I have my own little business in Jamaica. Are you talking about the conversation? Because of my conversation with people, I get a lot of customers. You understand? Somebody, all right, let me tell you what I do. Wait, 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 wait. But can you do me a favor? Uh, can you just make it really brief though? And because you can, you can probably save it for my room tomorrow at 1130 AM. No, 1130, that's it. I can't come 11:30 and be at church. Okay, you go to church on Saturdays? You, you, you seven yeah. day Adventist? Seven day Adventist? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I tell you what, the replays will be on. Mm-hmm. The replays will be on. What type of business do you have, though? No, I just I, um, I sell on the roadside, like go to parties and sell party goers. Okay. But Peaches, um, mm-hmm. thank you for coming today to debate the news. And you can't catch it tomorrow, but you know you can go to my profile and scroll down tomorrow just in case you have interest to see what we're talking about. It may be a nugget or two that can help you with what you got going on out there in Jamaica. My daddy's from Kingston, so I understand. I Yay! Mama's from Belize. I was born in D.C., so thank you very much. But, I'm a Kingstonian. Um, I appreciate you, though. And thank you for coming to the room, okay? So now, everybody, thank you for that, Diana. You're welcome. Is there anybody else that want to say one more thing before I do that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Before I land, 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 land. Um, quick shout out from New York. You know, I appreciate the uh the opportunity to be uh just a part of this and listen on to uh all of the current events and everybody's knowledge. And I look forward to being a part of the next few debates. 
I appreciate you too, brother. Thank you for that. Was there one more person who wanted to say something? A guy said Jerry, because I'm about to land. Make yeah, it brief. Make, make it brief. Yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Frederick. There's a guy, Ron Mill, in the audience, and he has a small business, low followers, and he was scared to step up. And I was like, yo, Jerry, Jerry's not like that. If if he says step up and say something, he really means it. And is, he, know, is, he on, is he on stage? Is he on stage? Uh let's see. I I don't I'm not sure. I Come know on, bro. You, hey, bro, scared man can't win, bro. What's your, what's your name and where you at? What, what's, what's his name on the thing? Let me let me let him say his little piece real Ron quick. Ron Mill, Ron Mill, R O N, last name Mill, M I L L. He Ron. needs to step up. Yeah, but if he, that's the problem, y'all. Sometimes, many times in business, it's not that we don't have the opportunity. We do have the opportunity. We just don't seize it. I guarantee there's somebody on the stage right now that can help the trajectory of that dude's journey for sure. But he's scared. That is the biggest thing in business sometimes is just fear, scared. Oh, I don't want to do this because I don't like the way I look. I'm scared. Bro, if you listen to me, bro, come to my room tomorrow at 1030 Pacific, not 1030, y'all got me bugging, 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll help you get out of that fear that you have, brother. Appreciate you for that, Frederick. And um, other than that, everybody, I'm going to land this plane, and I'm going to do a hard landing. And uh, like I said, we Where might you do... from, homie? Where am I from? Who's hey, that? Jerry, where you from, homie? Oh, I'll answer that question, but are you trying to be funny with that tonality? <laughs> Is that you trying to be funny, bro? I'm trying to be a Cali game banger. Where you from, homie? Oh, because you sound goofy. Like, I'm actually trying to say something and, and have a serious moment, and you actually sound goofy. So you, you, you shouldn't do that, bro. All right, my bad. It's all good. All right. Um, other than that, everybody, appreciate you. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, Pumpkin. Thank you, Tariq. Thank you, Daphne. Thank you, Jackie's in the building. But like I said, I got to say this every time, and I mean this. When we do these rooms, if we didn't have the people that don't, thank you, Mariana. If we didn't have the people that didn't have the green, that didn't have the green badge, we wouldn't have a room. So I'm being serious. Those of you that have a business, when I say something, when I'm closing this room, sometimes it's 500 people still in here, 600. I want to help you grow. It's somebody that's going to back channel you. I had somebody on my stage the other day in the room, shouted her out. We said something. She talked about her business. Talked to her later on. She said she had 21 people that back channeled her about her business and want to have a conversation with her about her products and services just because we shot her out on stage. And she took about one minute to talk about her company and her Instagram page and her website. And she got 21 leads. Hey, Jerry, this is Mariana. I just want to say to you that is just so kind. I really, <clears throat> every time you do that, it just warms my heart. And I just want to ask people to not take that for granted. You know, if you are one of those that have been chosen to open your mic and speak about your business, uh, please take advantage of that and be grateful because not every day you have the opportunity to do that on this stage with the amount of people that comes to this room every single day. And, and you know that you're going to get a reward. So I just wanted to say that, Jerry, thank you so much for what you do. Thank you for recognizing that and appreciate it. Yeah, you guys got to take that serious. So here's one more tip before I land. 
The people is hearing me say that right now. That's a little nervous. The people is hearing me say that right now. That's a little nervous. What you should do right now is you should get yourself together and you should practice on what you're going to say. That's what you should do. You should practice on what you're going to say when I come to these stages. That's what you should practice. So, yes, is there anybody else that want to say one more thingy thing thing before I land, land, land? Hey, Jerry, this is Sharon. Uh, I've been in all your rooms before, and it's my first time speaking. I'm a registered nurse, and I coach other nurses who are looking to leave the bedside. Not all of us want to do that. Um, but there are those who do. And I just want to thank you for this room. And it's just a very nice space, very kind. And I always wondered about that Jamaican flag. So now I know uh, you got some Jamaican roots. So you have some backative in this room. All right. Thank you so much. I have some back. Yeah, I appreciate you from Jamaica too. I appreciate yep. you for that. Respect. I appreciate you. So last thing I, I want to give her a follow. Oh, we got the Jamaican you, queen Jerry. right there. Thank you, Miss Yvonne. Are you one of our biggest supporters? I appreciate you for that. So one thing, everybody, when you come to the room next time, write this down. This is last tip. You're going to make your who and do what statement. So who do you help and what can you help them do? Write that down, everybody. Who do you help and what can you help them do? So when you come to a stage, you don't know what to say. Just say, hey, let me get an example of the type of things that I do. And you can lead with a story. I always say this facts, F-A-C-T-F-A-C-T-S. When I haven't eaten yet, sometimes my spelling is off. F-A-C-T-S. Facts only tells. But if you want somebody to remember you, it's going to be your stories that sell. When you don't know what to say, just say, let me give you an example of the type of things that I do. Just say something like that. Let me give you an example of the type of things that I do. Well, you know how some people don't want to get up in the morning because they're a little too tired. You know how some people are having trouble sleeping? Yeah, okay, I know. Well, I help people just like that <clears throat> create a better life by creating a better diet. I help people just like that by helping them get in a, nutri a nutrition plan. I help people just like that by helping them get a diet and a exercise plan that can remove that mental fog by having better gut health, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All you gotta do is lead with a story, lead with an example. Never forget that, everybody. And sometimes when you don't know what to say and somebody asks you a question, answer that question with a question. Hey, what do you do? Is it, is it okay if I give you an example of the type of things that I do? I'm gonna leave you all on that note. Let that breathe. I'm gonna do a hard landing. I love you, everybody. Follow me, follow the club, debate the news, follow the club, talking shit. I'm Jerry Malcolm, one of your co-hosts. Mr. Jonathan Bing has left the building. Thank you, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you, Jerry. We love you. Thank you, too. Bye-bye.